All right, all right, all right. What is going on, everybody? And welcome back for another brand new edition of the Cinema Lords Podcast. Episode number 20. We've reached the big 2-0. And uh, I'm very excited to talk to you guys tonight. Very, very excited. Finally get to talk about the premiere of a show that I have been talking about pretty much since we started this thing back in September, which is The Last of Us. I absolutely loved this premiere. I cannot wait to dive into it. We have a lot to get into tonight, though, before that. We're going to be talking a lot about some Netflix things that I wanted to talk about last week, but we had a very full show, so I, I, I hosted it for this week. We're also going to be talking a little bit, uh, a couple of other news, rumors, stuff like that, and then we're also going to be doing a little uh, devotion uh, review as well. I know Seth talked a little bit about it last week. I was able to check it out over the weekend, so we're going to talk a little bit about that, and we'll save uh, The Last of Us to wrap up our show this evening. Uh, for those of you watching on YouTube can see, we got an awesome new on-air sign that I love very much. Just installed that bad boy today. Shout out to uh, my mom, Patty Soas, and my sister, Ashley, for grabbing that for us. Love, uh, love to get a new updated look in the studio. I like it. But uh, before we start diving through topics tonight, let me uh, go around the horn real quick. First up on the ones and twos, you guys know him very well at this point. He does it all. He plays the positions. He knows all the topics. He's the utility man, Mr. Seth Rogers. What's going on, baby? How we doing? Good evening, gentlemen. How we doing? Uh, good to be back on the uh, the other side here. Keep flip flopping back and forth. We still got a. We're, we're working on a, like a, a nickname. We still got to come up with a good nickname. Yeah, I'm working on it. Like a good like utility sports player, something like that. Yeah. Star Wars is like it's too generic, but we got to come up with something. But I'm um, uh, good to be back on this side and. Uh, Last of Us was fucking phenomenal, so can't wait to get into that. So should be a good episode. And then my uh, my co-host this evening, last talked to him, uh, I think right before the holidays. We did a little classic rewind, cranked the DeLorean up to 88 miles an hour. That's it. We're going to be holstering that segment this week. We're going to be talking a couple more, more new stuff, but he checked out Last of Us as well. He is the maestro of Middle Earth. Oh, I like that. See, I'm looking for something I like, that. like that. Yeah, I like I that a lot. Like that. I, yeah, I've been working I on it. I gotta find a niche. I'm getting, I'm getting it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that. I'm working on it. We got you, Mitz. We'll, we'll, we'll I want something that one. Mr. Ledoux, what's going on, buddy? How you not doing? Not too much. Not too much. Glad to be back. Excited to uh, dive in tonight. So, Got a lot to go through. Got a lot to go through. That's it. First things first, before we start diving through topics... Uh, as always, I've been mentioning in the last few weeks now, the Race to 100 YouTube subscribers is still on. Um, if you are watching on YouTube right now and you have not subscribed, just go ahead right below us right now. You'll see a little button. Smash that subscribe button. If you're someone that watches on YouTube but you don't have a YouTube account, take two seconds, make the account, smash that subscribe button. If you listen on iTunes or Spotify, take a second, go over to the YouTube, smash that subscribe button. As soon as you hit that button, you're instantly entered into our raffle. As soon as we get to 100 subscribers, we'll be doing a live raffle here on the show. And thanks to Mr. Kalos, last week we have now doubled our uh, prizes. So two listeners will be receiving a $40 AMC gift card. So you have a 1 in 50 shot of getting a nice little uh, $40 AMC gift card if you just smash a simple button. That's all you got to do. It's easy, easy as that. You know what I mean? Smash that like button, hit subscribe. That's right. Simple as that. I don't know that. if you listen to the 2023 previews that we have but there's a lot of good movies to be going to the movie theaters for in 2023 you're so damn right it's a damn good year to win some amc gift cards you're damn right and shout out to fucking kalos for like we said doubling the prize pool last week that was awesome love that um first things first i want to talk uh, i want to talk some netflix because this like i i hinted at it a little bit last week i wanted to talk about it a little bit more uh but like i said i had a very full show last week so this is where i want to start this week netflix while it 
it's awesome, and I love it, and they've produced a lot of great shows and a lot of things that I love. I'm getting a little annoyed with this strategy of basically throwing down a whole bunch of plants, a whole bunch of seeds, and waiting for only like taking the like the cream, cream, cream of the crop, and then continuing to water those, and then just fucking letting all the other ones die. Yeah, throwing shit against the wall a little bit. Yeah, because that's what they've been doing now. They're doing all these shows, and if they're huge, then okay, fine, you'll get to keep running. Right. And I'm not even when I say huge, I mean like huge. Like you got to be like not only Stranger to, Things or yeah, something like that. It seems like that's what it kind of seems like. Because a lot of the shows, for instance, one of them, 1899, is a show that we covered on this podcast. I remember. Didn't get renewed by Netflix, so we're not saw getting that. a season two. Saw you saw your tweet today about it. I was fucking pissed. Yep. So they left a ton of things open. I'm never <laughs> gonna get the Antitanium. And like I said, it's not like that show wasn't on the top 10 on the Netflix shows. It was. Like, right. the, while it came out, it was up there. So it's not like it, people didn't watch it. People watched it. It just wasn't the sensation, like you said, you know, like Stranger Things was. If that's what we have to do to get a show past season one or two, that's fucking infuriating. And we should re- be, like, redoing our strategy here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. Another know? show that I, we didn't do it in depth, but I, I, I uh, suggested people went and checked it out was something that came out this fall. It was The Midnight Club. The same guy that did The Haunting of Hill House, The Haunting of Bly Manor, and Midnight Mass. Yep. All bangers for Netflix. He did this one this fall, uh, this fall, The Midnight Club. I really liked it. Again, left a whole bunch of things open. He said this was the first one out of his shows that he had planned for like a second season. There was more story to be told. Right. Netflix, nope. Didn't, not, like no green light. I'm like, dude, you keep coming back to this guy every single, for the last four years now in October to give you a fall show because he does all creepy shit. Right. You're probably going to ask him to do it again. Why wouldn't you just give him the second season of the show that he yeah, did? Yeah, you know I saying? don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It's fucking infuriating. And like I said, that's another one. Same thing. They left a whole bunch of doors are open. There's you know a lot of open windows. Like, they didn't finish all the storylines. You know what I mean? So yeah, like Game of Thrones in a, in a sense a little bit. Yeah, I'm pissed. I'm very, very, very annoyed. And, you know, this was already, they had already done it with a few other ones. I know if you look at almost anything, I didn't, I haven't watched the show, but anything that Netflix posts on Twitter, you'll see a thousand people that just save the warrior nun, save the warrior nun. I've never seen an episode on it, but I know people are furious that that show got canceled. (laughs) Was that another one one and done? (laughs) I think that one got a second one and then was done after two. Like I said, I haven't seen an episode of it, but I, I, I know people are furious about that one. I have seen a lot of people upset about 1899. One that I watched, uh, this one was like a couple years ago, was The Society. I really liked that one. Same thing. First season I thought was really good. I guess it didn't get the traction that they wanted. Season two never got made. But, like, there was so much. There was nothing concluded. You know what I mean? Yeah, just leaving everybody hanging. It sucks, man. So it's almost just like some of these shows, it's like, you know, you start considering, like, do you even want to invest your time in them to begin with? Because it's right, because like, you don't even know if you're going to. Nope. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's fucking brutal. Uh. Which brings me. To my next thing with Netflix, actually, while well, on the thing of cancellations, this wasn't us on Netflix, but I was pissed on another one of my shows. I, got, I lost a bunch of shows. Uh, the Wilds was another one I talked a little bit about on here. Amazon Prime. They did two seasons of that one. Was hyped up for season three. Bunch of shit, like, kind of started anew at the end of season two. You know what I mean? Yep. No fucking season three. I can't. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I'm taking a lot of hits right now. Well, what was that one about? That one was kind of like a sort of like a modern day Lord of the Flies thing. A bunch of girls stranded on an island. Okay. Then it turned out that it was actually like a like a huge like a huge test like a like scientists like testing. Like okay. They, the plane didn't actually like crash land. The girls were actually like I gotcha. Put like an experiment. Yeah, exactly. All right. Then it turned out at the end of season two, there was another island with all boys on it. 
then they just left you hanging there. Yeah, and that's it. And you never know what happens. I was but I guess you know. I mean, I'm just taking a bunch of hits. But then that brings me to what I was going to into next, which is Netflix today puts out their a huge movie montage. I was going to talk about this Netflix yeah. movies that are coming out this These year. Are, this Same are, the dates. This looks dog poo, so, dude. <laughs> this looks horrible. Dude, there was some of them. Don't get me wrong. I wrote a bunch down. I wrote a bunch down that for different reasons. A couple of them that actually caught my eye because I actually liked them. But then a couple of them that just straight up just like I read it and I was just like, "You're joking, right?" Like, for instance, right, I just talked about 1899. While it was in the top 10 shows on Netflix for a little while, it didn't, maybe it wasn't the sensation that, you know, like we said, these big shows like, you know, Stranger Things are, still did good. But we would rather have, listen to this, May 12th, a female assassin comes out of hiding to protect the daughter she gave up years before. The men after her are dangerous, but she is even more deadly. She is the mother, starring Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> I saw you. You gotta be fucking kidding me with that oh, shit, right? Man. Don't get me wrong. I love J Lo as much as the next guy does. I'm all for watching a fucking J Lo movie, but her is a fucking assassin. Are you fucking joking me, dude? You're gonna tell me that's gonna make more fucking money than a second season of 1899? Is get the fuck out of here! That is pretty funny. Get out of here, man! I, I couldn't believe it, dude. I may put that one in my calendar. May, <laughs> May 12th. May 12th. I was like, you gotta be joking, man. I was like, if we're gonna do this, can't we just get, like, again, another bash Sheila? We're not gonna get some badass chick to come and do this. We're gonna get fucking, I mean, Jesus. But I think that's the problem with Netflix and is what their, their shift is now is that they're focusing more on just, like, streaming, like, movies and streaming movies that I don't want that. I want Netflix to come out with TV shows. Like, Netflix has given up what, you you know, you, the TV shows that you watch that you said are good. They're giving it up to pay J-Lo a bag. That's true. To oh, pay yeah, him, no, like, you're absolutely like, right. That's the... I, that's not where I want our uh, yep. our priorities at. Exactly. Like Netflix should just be, yep. are you still watching this show? Yes, because I'm six hours in. Like, click the yes button and keep going. It should be that. Yeah. The show not, is not J-Lo. We'll get him a bunch of money. Coming back. J-Lo the assassin. Assassin. Dude, I don't even know how much. <laughs> like, for ridiculous. instance, uh, I don't know if either of you guys watched it, but it came out, I think it was this summer, but it was uh, Red Notice. It was with uh, The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and um, who's the girl there? Fucking, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. She's uh, Wonder Woman. Oh, Gail Gaddett. Thank you, Gail Gaddett. It was the three of them. Yeah, so that Gado, movie, whatever. yeah, you know, action, like, you know, action comedy kind of movie. First of all, it was wildly forgettable. It wasn't that good. It was insanely average. <laughs> Clearly, you just forgot one of the main, yeah, <laughs> one yeah, of the yeah. main people. And dude, you know, like, think about those three names. You know how much money that must have cost, like, Netflix to make that movie? It was like, again, it was a big action movie. It was explosions, all kinds of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, those movies cost a ton of money to make. Oh, yeah. So it's like, that's what you're doing? It's like, I mean, I get it. I'm sure that movie probably did okay for Netflix because of the names in it and shit like that, but I don't know. And, why, and like, why now? I don't know. Why after COVID are you now shifting on making movies? I don't know. Nothing. You know what I mean? Like, if it was like still, you know, COVID thing, then yeah, I could see that, but. I think these streaming networks, you're going to see them kind of start to take paths. I think there's going to be some that are going to focus more on movies. I think there's going to be some that focus more on series. You know what I'm saying? But I, I think Netflix is all, I think they're just trying HBO, to swirl it all over the lane, man, yeah, and they're fucking. Dumb. HBO has it. HBO is like HBO's HBO's good. movies Great that come out in that month. Like we'll we'll get them on the streaming platforms, but we're not gonna release an HBO only. And all our TV shows are gonna be killing it along the way. Yeah, HBO's yeah, king. They got they got the formula. HBO's king. No one makes this, no one makes a series like HBO does. I mean, we're gonna talk about it later, but The Last of Us proves it, man. They fucking gave them the budget, and God did it show, man. Um, but like I said, I got a couple of these movies. A couple of them for different reasons. There was a couple that did catch my eye. Uh, the Killer, November 10th. Biggest reason why I caught my eye is you got the team from Seven back. David Fincher directing. Andrew Kevin Walker uh, wrote, the, wrote the screenplay. 
Michael Fassbender starring in it. Uh, after a fateful near miss, an assassin battles his employers and himself on an international manhunt he insists isn't personal. To me, sounds like kind of cool, though. I mean, Seven's obviously all time. David Fender makes a bunch of movies that I love. Andrew Kevin Walker's the man. These previews are just movies I feel like I've seen eight times. Yeah, that's, yeah. there's definitely like, a lot two in that. a row. I'm just like I've seen that movie eight yeah, times. Doubling down on the assassin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good yeah, point. There are a in. lot of assassin movies I realize. Yeah. Actually, I guess I was like, I don't know, The Born Identity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's it actually not like a bad call. Thing. But like I said, the seven team is what I think is what gets me more than anything else, more than the plot or even Michael. David, I mean, I just I David Fincher that. too. Yeah, yeah. Fight yeah. Club. Seven's awesome. Seven's all time. Man, I love that yeah. fucking movie. Uh, Zack Snyder's universe on Netflix grows. He's already got the the Army of the Dead movies. Oh, the Army. No, the fucking those movies. I didn't like them very much. I watched them both. The uh, zombie heist movies. Fucking uh, Army of the Dead. No, that's Land of the Dead. Fuck. I can't think of the name of it. Oh, the Give one where they go to Vegas or whatever there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob Luc- yeah. Uh, fuck, I can't think of the name of those. But he's starting his own... <clears throat> he's starting another new universe. Rebel Moon. Uh, it's got Sophia, uh, Sophia Butella in it, which is... Have you ever seen The Kingsman? Yes. All right, you know the girl with the fucking knife feet? Yes. Yeah, it's yes. her. Okay. And then it's also got uh, Dijman Huzen, who's like the man. Love him. He's in a bunch of fucking... My favorite movies. Blood Diamond, Gladiator, fucking a bunch of classics. Army of the Dead, by the way. Army of the Dead? Isn't yeah. that what I said? I think so, yeah. I think yeah. it did. Yeah. Bang. Uh, Anthony Hopkins and Charlie Hunnam as well. So, pretty strong cast. I'm not, I don't, I, people online love Zack Snyder, obviously. Fucking save the Snyder cut, all that shit. I don't know. I don't, I don't see, I don't get it. I, I don't. Get his cock out of your mouth. Yeah, I don't get it. Like I said, those Army of the Dead movies, there were the two of them. I didn't really love them. I thought they were both too long. They were both like over the, the the Army of the Dead one was like two hours and thirty five minutes or some shit like Ew. that. Oh, it's have you seen the ball. Snyder cut of whatever? Justice that, League? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did you think it was of pretty it? good? Okay, I hadn't seen the original though. I haven't seen either one yet, but I've heard the Snyder cut is the one to watch. So long, long, I, long. four hours. Long. It was four hours, and there was only I think it was about maybe like the two hour and forty five minute mark. There was a point where I was kind of like, all right. We've been doing a lot of storytelling right now, and I was like, "We need, I need, need some, something that, yeah, I need a little bit of action." And almost, as, I swear to God, almost as soon as I had that thought, like the biggest action part that happened for the next forty-five minutes. Okay, and I was like, "Man, I I'll actually thought it it was, I thought it was pretty good." All right, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. good. Yeah, very good. Okay, so uh, yeah, I definitely enjoyed. I'll throw it on the list. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to get some uh, the classics going too for the next time. Um, uh, leave the world behind, December eighth. This one caught my eye too. Good cast again. A lot of these really good casts. Julia Roberts, Mahershala Ali, Ethan Hawke, Kevin Bacon. Tense thriller about two strangers who interrupt a family's vacation, bearing news of a mysterious blackout. So some kind of, you know, probably new terrorist kind of thing. I don't know, worldwide blackout. If Kevin Bacon's in it, I'm in. You a big Kevin Bacon guy? I'm a big Kevin uh, Bacon guy yeah, I'm a big Kevin Bacon fan, yeah. yeah. I'm a big Kevin Bacon guy myself. But... I mean, I love everybody that I just mentioned. I, I love all those people. Well, I don't love Ethan Hawke. That's yeah, like, let's, let's slow that it was down. Strong. That Ethan was strong. Hawk. Ethan Hawke's okay. Ethan yeah, Hawke's fine. But fun. the other three, I love the other three. Julia Roberts is awesome. Herschel Ali is awesome. I, I'm a big fan of the rest of them. But uh, I don't know. That one sounds That one sounds more like my kind of movie. I like, you know, I mean, I'm tense thriller. That's more my style. That's more uh, more my speed than the It does, movies. but like I said, I don't want to give it up for decent TV shows that are being scrapped after season one. True. I know I just have the TV shows from Netflix. True, true. Uh, October 27th, Pain Hustlers. Emily Blunt, Chris Evans, Andy Garcia. After losing her job, a single mom falls into a lucrative but ultimately dangerous scheme selling prescription drugs. 
Again, this one kind of sounds more of my alley. This one Whoa, like Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, kind of. And I saw like a little trail for it. Emily Blunt looks... I, I didn't even recognize her at first. They definitely get some fucking crazy makeup going on. She was like, oh, no shit. shit. But uh, Emily Blunt's looking good. Uh, I I don't know. Again, this one's kind of like, like I said, more my speed. I like the kind of... I, I like this shit, too. I like these uh, Ponzi scheme movies. There was a couple of uh, like random low-key ones I saw this year that I liked. There was one um, with the guy from Breaking Bad, actually. There, what's the main character? Walter Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. It was on. Um, I think it was Paramount Plus, but him and his wife run a Massachusetts lottery scheme. Okay, I think I, like I saw that. Story. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. It was cute. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. like anything great, but like me and Steph watched it. I was like, oh, that was like a, a fa- it's like a family movie, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah kind yeah. of. Yeah. Have you seen that show with him, Your Honor or something? So me and Steph uh, watched like the first four or five episodes of it, and just I didn't, I, it, didn't do didn't it for, do it for me. Nah, no, it was very, curious. it was very just. It kind of it started getting outrageous, kind of quick to me. Okay, fucking teenage kids, like fucking a mastermind, fucking criminal, like kind of basically. I'm just like, dude, come on, like this is All ridiculous. Right. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, people, it came back for a second season. So yeah, I saw that. That's why it. I was curious if you've seen it. I haven't seen it, so yeah, people must have liked it. And then uh, what was the other? Oh, it was the the Kristen Bell one um, with uh, Vince Vaughn's in it, and then Stingray from Cobra Kai's in it as well. That's uh, two girls. They're running like a, a coupon a coupon scheme. That one was on like Paramount Plus too. I think both of those were good. Shit. That was good. But they were both, you know, same thing, kind of like family cutesy movies. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Shit's interesting. They're all based, you know, usually like loosely on a true story. Yeah, the lottery thing is cool. It sounds like for me describing a lot of the, what was the fucking Jim Carrey one? Ooh. Can't think of it. Jim Carrey one? It was like a family doing like rot, like like low key robberies and things like that. I'll look it up. I don't want to tie up the show. Ooh, I don't know. It's it's bothering me now looking back. That's it, yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. But that one definitely catches my eye. That one's uh, October 27th. Uh, this is another one that I laughed at. Like, Lift, August 25th. A heist crew must pull off its biggest job yet at 36,000 feet. Kevin Hart, Sam Worthington, shout out Avatar, the fucking star, fucking Jake Sully. And then the guy I can't stand, Vincent Diani, uh, Dionforio, who plays the kingpin. <laughs> kingpin. <laughs> fucking can't stand him. But I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Another one. I like fucking a, a heist movie that just sounds so corny and shit like that. Even like the like I said, the synopsis was wicked corny. I don't know. Kevin Hart's corny too. Yeah. yeah. They right probably just threw a bunch of money at him. Can you blame him though? The movie like and the the like the poster for it like didn't make it look like it's supposed to be like corny funny. It made it almost fun with Dick and Jane. Like, That's what I was thinking. Oh, oh, that was okay. funny. Him and his wife knock off a bunch of things. Yeah, yeah they rob a bakery and yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of, like, not, <coughs> like, lesser robberies and stuff. But yeah, they, they, it doesn't do it for me. Yeah, yeah, that one was uh, that one was funny. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. Uh, like I said, I, I'm into that kind of shit. I'm into anything. I didn't watch anything. I just got to be in the mood for it, basically. But that one was another one that caught my eye. That was ridiculous. It was like Tower Heist. That does sound just like Tower <laughs> Like I was saying, all these movies, the premises just sound like movies I've seen eight yeah. times. Yeah, we're running out of ideas. Yeah. Robbery at 36,000 feet. <laughs> oh, Tower Heist. <laughs> Got it. Speaking of running out of ideas, we're doing a second Extraction movie. Extraction 2. Chris Hemsworth's back. Sam Hargrave and the Russo brothers are back directing. I'm just like, I haven't even seen the first one. I First heard, one was average. Average? It was like, not bad. Wasn't Did you see like, the Ryan Reynolds one, Six on the Ground? I didn't see that one. I didn't one. see either no. of them. No, that's Michael Bay, no? Was that Michael it Bay? It might be Michael Bay. I think it was Michael actually. Bay. Yeah, yeah, I think Bay. he just got caught some charges for killing a pigeon on set. I did see that. <laughs> I think that was the one. <laughs> yeah. He was I like, I'm an animal. That would never happen on one of my films. Yeah. 
Um, no, I haven't seen that one. Extraction, the first one was uh, just like okay. Yeah. You know, oh, I Those watched the second one. There's another terrible one that I watched. Um, the Operator or something like that. Was that one with Ryan Reynolds too? That was with uh, Chris Pine, I believe. Chris Pine. Yeah, Chris I Pine didn't watch and that one. Um, I remember seeing that one on the fucking. Oh my movie. god, Jack Bauer, the guy who plays Jack Bauer. I can't think of his Keith name. Sutherland. There you go. Yeah, Keith. Yeah, he's in that too. Terrible movie. Don't watch it. <laughs> Chris Pine doesn't like doesn't do it for me. I'm a fan. I like him. I Hella high water. Yeah, hella high water. And the guy, uh, the guy who plays his brother in that is actually in uh, yeah. that other movie. No, it's uh, the contractor. That's what it's called. Uh, oh, I watched it. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't a huge fan. Maybe I didn't. Yeah, maybe I didn't. But uh, Extraction Two. I can't believe the second one. Like I said, I never watched the first one because no one really said anything about it. Or uh, it was fine, just like you just did. So I yeah, just, just really like feel bored and you know. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to like put on another generic shooter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still have to watch John Wick three before John Wick four. So I, I yeah, I still need to watch the third one. Too. I still have like three. T- I still have like uh, like three Mission Impossible movies to watch too, which I know that those are awesome. I just fucking I gotta be in the mood for them. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Um, your place of mine, February tenth, Valentine's Day, new rom com with two of my favorite people, Reese Witherspoon, Ashton Kutcher. I'm all in for this. Don't gotta tell me twice. That's a good Ron Paul, Ashton Kutcher, Reese Witherspoon. I'm fucking in, oh baby. Valentine's uh, Day. Book it. Ashton Steph, lock it in. I'm assuming it's a Friday. Lock us in. No string there. No strings attached. Oh, I love Ashton Kutcher, baby. Fucking uh, guess who? A lot like love. Yeah. Fucking a bunch of bangers. Oh my god, I love him. Just married. R.I.P. and peace. Britney Snow. In uh, Valentine's Day. Too. He's in Valentine's, in Valentine's Day. Day. Yep, yep. He's in Valentine's Day. That's I love it. He just does the same thing. No, from no strings attached. Just with Reese Witherspoon. Yep. You'll play some mine. I love it. Great, great. It's exactly hitting the same thing. Friends with so benefits. Funny. Just repeating the blueprint, Rogers. You know. Yep. And I love Reese Witherspoon. She's fucking adorable. I love her. That's a weird. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they could have had somebody a little bit. Um, no offense to Reese Witherspoon whatsoever, but like younger, maybe. I don't want to say attractive. Cause she's attractive, but I don't know. I feel like they're about the same age. I had to have had maybe. A, yeah, I had a point. Ashley could just get up there, bro. It's a good point. Ashley could just get up there, bro. Yeah. Speaking of Ashley Kutcher, uh, that '90s show premieres. I think like I was actually uh, bring that up. I think I'm gonna give it a shot. I've heard bad things. A very yeah, it looks it looks very <laughs> heard bad, bad things. I'm gonna give it just a quick like quick shot. I honestly could be out in 20 minutes. Like yeah. I can see it being like ah nah. <laughs> I have a feeling that's exactly what's gonna happen. You never know though. I mean, I'm gonna probably check out an episode myself, but I wasn't even that big of a fan of that '70s show to be honest with you. That show kind oh, of screw uh, screw you. Yeah, I know you always a big <laughs> fan of it. You used to the hell with you, then. yeah. Fucking, uh, what's his name there? Wilder Valderrama? Yeah. You know what it is? He fucking just annoyed. He's like, just nails on a chalkboard. They're all they're all back except for uh, except for Hyde, for obvious reasons. Yeah. That guy's never going to get <laughs> hired yeah, yeah, for anything yeah. else ever again. Untouchable. Um, but going back, Reese Witherspoon's actually older than Ashley Kutcher by only two years. I thought they were close in age. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so that works. What are they, like mid-40s? 46, 46 44. 44. Wow. Hey, let's go. Yeah. I was thinking like 48. Hey, so. let's go, baby. Come on. Good for you. Come on. Uh, but that was all the ones that I took away from the 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 Netflix campaign there. But like I said, some good, not some good, but some of them I'm somewhat interested in, some I'm out on. But I just, like I said, Netflix has got their hands in too many pots right yeah. now. They're doing too much. Stick to what works. They need to slow down. I think especially on the movie front. I mean, I, I just. It's weird, like, because you don't really know how. I can't like, really even name a good Netflix movie off the top of my head. There was one or two that I actually liked, like the Adams Project. I really liked this year. Like, I genuinely really liked it. It wasn't like a, I mean, but at the same time, it wasn't like 
it's like an award-winning movie. You know right. what I'm saying? But it, I really liked it. It was okay. really good. I enjoyed it. I watched it the second time. That's how much I liked it. All right. So uh, I think all, I think All Quiet on the Western Front went right to Netflix. That was Netflix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So all Quiet on the that Netflix. Was, that was good. I didn't, like I didn't like it, but you know, whatever. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that movie. I'm gonna give it a better rating than I gave. I'm gonna give to the one that we're gonna give to later, though. I'm not gonna lie. I ended up giving All Quiet like a seven point something because it's a pretty solid like score, it, it though. Because you know, while it like while I didn't really like like the a lot of the story and stuff, they did a lot of things really good with the movie. Like technically, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like um like the no man land scenes were were incredible. Like and that's obviously the biggest part of the movie you have to nail. You know what I'm saying? And they did. Um, but like I said, it, it could have been a lot better in my opinion. Okay, but regardless, but to me, I, there was there was a definitely there was a few other Netflix ones this year that I thought I liked, but I I'm looking at it now like uh. No, Uncut Gems was in theaters, right? Uncut Gems was in theaters, but that well, I the, think was a Netflix movie. The Irishman was another one straight to the Irishman was fucking, but that's it's fucking six hours long, fucking wicked long, and just not memorable. Yeah, not memorable. Know, a lot of decent ones. The biggest thing to remember about it is fucking old ass Robert De Niro kicking the shit out of that kid, and it looked awful. It was, it was, it was <laughs> I, so bad. I don't. I haven't seen the movie, but I did see that scene. I was oh, like, yeah, so I don't bad. think I'm gonna watch it. That's the most memorable part of that. <laughs> no movie. thanks. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like, nah, if no someone good. brings that movie up to me, like if someone was like, "Hey, did you ever watch The Irishman?" I was like, "Oh yeah, the movie where Robert De Niro looks fucking 100 years old. And he's kicking oh, the shit. In the worst CGI I've ever seen." Like that's that's how I remember that movie. That movie was not good. Well, he's coming back. This is Scor- uh, Scorsese. He's coming back with De Niro and and Leo. I think right. That's this year, That's yeah, yeah. Leo's new movie. Yes, yes. Can't think of the name of it. I can't either. That one's being very kept on the wraps, like very, very on the wraps. Hopefully, it's a, hopefully it's a good one. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Just, just slow down, Netflix. Slow down, slow down. Bring back eighteen ninety nine. Bring back Midnight Club. Because like I said, you're gonna bring them. You're gonna bring the writer back to write a new show for you in the fall anyway. Just let him fucking write the second season so that I can get my ending. Don't Give me eighteen ninety nine. Don't look up was so forgettable. Netflix. Like that was so mid. So forgettable. Was so mid. So mid. <laughs> so mid. Why do you think they're doing so many movies? What do you think the philosophy changes for? I don't know. I and don't like it thing. though. It's so <laughs> hard like to yeah, well, know doesn't... like how they really make their money because they obviously like, it's a subscription based service. So like in your mind, like are you are, are people going and signing up for Netflix nowadays to go watch? Red Notice starring Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Like, no, I don't, I don't think, think they think are. So. No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, to me, I think you're way better off. Like The shows. That's what I was just going to say. Making a Murderer, like all that, the docu-series. Four hours in. Like, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's what Netflix is for. Right. It's crazy. I no, I agree. I, I think that the movie thing, they need to slow down. I mean, I if, they, way... if they do want to do a, like, you know, a couple of movies here and there, that's fine. But this, like today, like they put out, like you know, like I said, save the dates for like 15 movies. I only wrote down, say, like seven. Of them. Right. So they're just throwing 15 movies out there that, bad, are all, that are all mid. Actors. Yeah, yes, that are all like all mid. mid dude. All oh, mid. Oh, my God. That doesn't make any sense. Because you can name way more shows or docu-series from Netflix than you can movies. Like, I, I really... Yeah. I think something has to do with the fact that obviously you can get these like you know actors to do a one and done movie there in and out rather than signing up for a series where they might, especially if it's a series that's going to run for say multiple seasons, that's tying you up, you know. Yeah, yeah, for a while. Was, but if it's the the main actress or whatever from you know one of the shows that you said that was canceled versus Jennifer Lopez, yeah, aren't you just like look at fucking maybe in the long haul paying that person the same amount of money versus just Jennifer Lopez like here's a lump check. Or, look at Luth, uh, Idris Alba. They've had him tied up since before he was Idris Alba. Not before. I mean, you know what I'm saying. But yeah. Before he's what he is now. 
You know what I'm saying? He was still coming up. That's part of the reason was that show. People love it, which I've never seen it. But that one, I think they're doing a, like a, this year they're doing a Netflix movie. It's like Luther, basically like the movie now, but it's still Idris Elba and shit. So it's like, you know what I mean? The guy's obviously loyal to the role and to you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say because you don't know. It's not like the box office. You don't know how they generate money. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But to me, like you said, a subscription service shows is where I feel like you're better off. That's like, the bread and butter of Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. From there, uh, before we dive into our uh, our reviews and recaps, I have one movie that I do want to talk about. This is on the the news front. There are some things a lot of people complain nowadays that you know there's not enough new stuff. Too many like read you know sequels. Too many. Uh, we just went through the Netflix movies this year. Yeah, <laughs> the same movies being made over and over and over again. Too many like you know remakes, sequels, whatever have you. Like the not not enough new original things. I kind of. I kind of shoo-shoo that. Like, if it's something good and I'm into it, then fucking give me more of it. I don't give a fuck if it's mediocre. Just keep giving me more because I like it. You know what I'm saying? But some things that are so great that they should never, ever be touched. Like, some things, no matter how good you are and how much you love them, they should just never be touched because you can't help it. All you can do is ruin it. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I think I know where you're going. Which brings me to, <laughs> on most days of the week, it changes on one or two days of the week sometimes. But most, if you ask me... Seven days in a row, what my favorite movie of all time is, probably five or six of those days, I'm going to say Gladiator. If you said, hey, Nick, do you want a Gladiator TV series? I would say no. If you Do you want a Gladiator prequel? I'd say no. Do you want a Gladiator sequel? I'd say fuck no. Unfortunately, <laughs> Ridley Scott apparently has always wanted to come back to the Coliseum. And sure enough, he's returning to direct a Gladiator sequel, Gladiator 2. Set to start filming this March. And I'm honestly, I'm disgusted. Am I going to go watch it? Yeah. Am I going to be there opening day? Yeah. Am I disgusted? Yes. Uh, and I, yeah. We know what happened That's to Commodus. We don't need to see. That's we know what happened to Commodus. The people have turned on him. We know. We know what's going to happen to him. We have, we're an audience. We're not dumb. We have an imagination. We're gonna, he's going to get ripped to pie. He's going to die. We don't need to see it. It's crazy to me. No, it's dumb. It's absolutely crazy to me. I, I, I can't believe we're doing it. You would like not said, see me. You'd not see me there opening night. Oh, I'm, like, I'm in protest. It might <laughs> just be one of those movies I, I just ignore, so I right. know it. I just n- never know. You it know existed. what? Fuck you. As a result, I'm gonna watch the original. It makes me want to yeah. watch the original instead by myself at home. They go to the movie theaters and watch that. That's I, I've watched that movie like probably I still watch it once twice a year. Yeah. I've probably seen that movie 60, like 60 or 70 times. Uh, I feel like disturbing amount of times. that's like Jaws a little bit. I mean, even though I watch all the other ones, like they should have never made a Jaws 2, 3, and 4. Jaws 4, terrible. Yeah, but that was different. Terrible. Yeah. Styrofoam yeah. shock. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. I definitely hear you. I definitely, like, definitely Don't you think they should have just Jaws 1? Done. But at least that's a that's I a that's you. a for the most part a horror movie though that you're you know what I mean it's kind of you tie it in with you know you just bring the yeah you can, back over yeah over. yeah what, what are you what are you doing with this yeah. no I mean you're right it, two different scenarios but. I do hear you but there's a lot of things that shouldn't be touched especially in hindsight you know what I'm saying I agree but I just cannot believe we're doing a gladiator to it break it really does it 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 breaks my heart to do that because I just I, I just hope it's fucking good I hope it's good. I mean, you know, though, you know, though, what if we have ourselves legitimately a fucking Top Gun Maverick situation on our hands? What if we're all fucking sitting here in doubt and then all of a sudden Ridley Scott drops a fucking nuclear bomb on us 
and it's a fucking gem. Like, then I'll just put my foot in my mouth. And I'll say it. Like, can you imagine I don't that? Know. Then I'll go second weekend. <laughs> I'll be there. Weekend two, I'll be there. <laughs> the other thing about in the Roman weekend. chariot on the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll show up in the Roman chariot. Fuck you. So it's gonna be at, so obviously it's the they're gonna be following what happened afterwards. Afterwards, sequel. Following Commodus, which brings me to my next point. The other thing that disgusts me about this is he, not I thought he died. making it. I mean, well That's a good point. That's a good question. Clearly isn't he, isn't not. Isn't he like dead? They must they dead. must have saved him because they fucking <laughs> that's a case. Boo, yeah, yeah, I don't know. No. So far, we're off to a bad Dude. start. <laughs> because what's-his-name is fucking... Captain he can't be alive. Thomas. He can't be alive. How? He stabbed him in the neck, didn't he? He stabbed him in the neck. Was he the mountain? <laughs> like, what are you going to... Yeah, what, they, So how is Paul Meskel fucking casted as Commodus? The prequel. Too many questions. But it's set too as many a sequel. I don't know. There's too many questions. I just I remember him dying at the end of the movie, he and died. nobody nobody helps him. You know, it's yeah, not like it's not like the. Uh, if you're gonna make your own shitty sequel, fine, but don't slap in the face the original. You know what I mean? Like maybe unless dead. there's some flashbacks. That's that's awful. Now I'm confused because it does say it says sequel, and Paul Mescal, which brought me to my next point, was the casting, and he's casted as Commodus. So what the fuck? Oh my god! Ghost of Commodus. What did they name it? That fucking he's a, no. He's a that kid's name was something else too. <laughs> fucking his nephew's name was something else. His nephew's name was uh. Oh man, I don't fucking know now because now I'm very confused. Like I said, Paul Mescal I, in the article that I was reading was was gaping as Commodus, and the guys that he beat out for the fucking leading role were all my boys, which is the other thing that pissed me off. This fucking guy that I don't know, he's from I fucking I Google him. He's in the Normal People Hulu series, one season based on a book. Seems like some kind of coming of age thing. Probably gonna watch it. I'm probably gonna like it, but whatever. And then some movie called After Sun. Like seemed like a indie movie. That's like the only things that he's been in. Fucking beat out Austin Butler, who just had an unbelievable performance in fucking Elvis. It was unbelievable in Elvis. And then he beat out my boys Timothy Chalamet and Miles Teller for the lead in this movie. I was like, you gotta be kidding me, right? Timmy's focused on doing too. Let him focus. Ah, that's coach, true. That's you know? true. Let him cook. Yeah, let him cook. Let, let, let cook. Timmy cook. It's gonna be a big year, fam. And yeah. he's got Wonka coming the next month. June, November, Wonka, December. Oh, Wonka. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, buddy. Timmy. Are they going to do a yeah, third buddy. Dune? I think so. I think right, it's supposed good. to be three. Good, good, yeah, good. Yeah, I believe so. It's I don't know. be a trilogy. That's what it seems. But I think that they needed, like, the green light for two before they even started working okay. on three. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. I don't know. His name was Lucius, by the way. Lucius. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. That is a good point, though. I'm very... Now I'm fucking... I am very confused because it said casted as comedy. I don't know. Send a letter to the director. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They would have to. I mean, it could just be a. I wouldn't. It wouldn't be a whole new story. That would be dumb. Agreed. That'd be very dumb. I it think has this, to be tied to fucking. I think this movie in general might be very dumb. Might be dumb. This just keeps getting worse. This is why I'm upset. Nothing about this makes sense. My brain's broken right now, trying to figure this all out. I don't get it. No matter how I spit it, I'm like, there's no. In no part, anything that I see that was ever the words prequel. Every single thing. Yeah. I so see, so he's prequel. back as uh, as as Lucius. Paul Mescal. All right, he's back as Lucius. He's back as Lucius. All right. right, all right, all right, all right. There we go. All right. But I don't care that he's <laughs> that he's older. Yeah, oh, no shit. God, I... That sounds just terrible. That yeah, sounds it's... awful. Yeah, it sounds it so bad. Yep. Like I said, some things should just never be touched. Never be touched. Ever, 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 ever. Never. But that was the one one big movie that I saw that was, like I said, filming in, filming in March. 
probably I don't, I don't know. Take your time with that. Yeah. No rush. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. I'm the only one there. I'll be the only one there opening night. I'll be there by myself. Ledu, do you have a, a movie you're looking forward to the most in 2023? Uh, it's like you know, Oppenheimer and the Marvel movies. You're a big Nolan guy, aren't you? I am, yeah. So I am looking forward to Oppenheimer. Tenet, still. I haven't seen Tenet yet. Okay. Yeah, I got to watch that. Um, I am going to watch that Pale Blue Eye on Netflix. So yeah. I was just talking shit about him, but... Um, that looked pretty good. I started it earlier. Yeah. I was getting into it. So bang that out. I'm trying to think what else we got on the slate for this year. What else we got? I mean, Big obviously, you know, Dune, I mean, you know, Dune Part 2. Dune Part like, 2. Dune Part 2 is probably top yeah. of the list for Dune me. Part 2, Oppenheimer. Then you have your Marvel slate. But I, know you, I mean, you're a Marvel guy. Yeah, I'm a Marvel guy. I do some dabbling. I saw hey, the, Ant, the, the Ant-Man and Wasp Ant-Man thing. Yeah. Guardians. Yeah, yeah I do like Guardians a lot. So, yeah, I mean, I'll... Uh, I think Dune, Dune Two is probably top of the list yeah. though right now for me. Yeah, can't blame you there. That's definitely my. Uh, it's definitely my number one. Yeah, you got the countdown going. Uh, I think it's two hundred eighty nine days, if I believe so. I don't have my phone on me, but I think it's two hundred eighty nine. I don't know where that puts us on the calendar, but late, late, huh? November. November eleventh. Okay. November eleventh. Can't wait, man. Cast actually a couple of people. Uh, Austin Butler, who was a person that we just mentioned like literally a minute ago. Uh, Played Elvis. He's joining the cast. Okay, love him. Florence Pugh, my girl, joining the cast. Love yep, her. saw that. Fucking ready to roll, baby. Can't wait. Cannot freaking wait. I think Josh Brolin's probably going to be making his fucking comeback. Dude, yeah, the comeback. No way. That's what you were saying. No way. He'll be coming back. I think. Um, I'm very, very excited for Dune Two. Oppenheimer. I'm excited for, but I don't know. There's something about it that I'm. A, I'm the same way. I'm a Nolan sucker. Then, you know. I like like the true stories too, the stuff based on history. Yeah, so that history, history that books. that alone is probably gonna yeah. attract me to that movie. And then obviously all everything that went into the bomb and all that stuff. So yeah, what about uh, what about Indiana Jones? Um, I like Indiana Jones. You're an indie guy. I'm an indie guy. Okay. Yeah, if it's on AMC, you know it'll be on in the background. So Indiana Jones. Yeah. June. I mean, I Indie might need to retire two movies ago. <laughs> personally, I think. Yeah. The, hey, we see a lot of bad CGI in trailers. They de-aged Harrison Ford in that trailer, and it looked clean. And that's a trailer car. I was this, like, all right, that looked clean. Yeah, what did you think of the, the Crystal Skull one? There, that was horrible. The CGI in that one with the aliens and like Kate Blanchett and shit was so much worse than what it looks like they did with Harrison Ford. Was that the was that the last one? Yeah, yeah, that was the one. Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh man, it was absolute dog shit. I didn't. see It that was one. just like, all right, but I, I mean, it's All Indiana. Right, yeah. yeah, it's Indiana, so I'm watching. Yeah, he's bad. And I'm a shy fan, so uh, you're a shy guy too, though, aren't you? I mean, I love shy. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I, okay. There are a couple of actors that I'll go to. That's one why I'm surprised you said you haven't seen Shia that. Wolf is definitely on that list. Yeah, I don't. Wait, you're not is missing the one? anything. It's, he's, is he like the lead, or is it's like he's like the sidekick? Shia is like, like the a, side like the kick kind of. That yeah. one was like what? But they early also, they two, also like bring early back 2000s? Probably at this point. Mid, they also bring yeah. back like the, the woman from the original, like his original love interest. You so. know what? I actually think I saw that in theaters and I haven't seen it since. So I was probably like fucking 12. Like he's a sidekick, but he's not like the little aging kid from the second yeah, no, one. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Yeah. Jones! Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. He's not that sidekick. Yeah, no. If that was, I think that was like yeah, mid-2000s even, yeah, the latest. Five, maybe, yeah. I think I did see it in theaters, but like I said, I haven't seen it since. So that, like I said, that would put me at like 12, 13 years old. So I yeah, it's definitely not the classics, but you know. Uh, Mission Impossible. You got Mission Impossible July. I'm a Mission Impossible guy. I've seen like a bunch of them randomly. I haven't actually watched them in order, I don't think. But okay. John Wick? 
John Wick, I've seen the first two. Got to watch the third. Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mission Impossible, though. Tom, I, he's just, he, he's crazy, huh? Nah, he sure is. Yeah, he's crazy. I was watching some crazy thing about all the stunts he does. Yeah, hanging off the airplane. Yeah, and I was always watching like, that what the hell thing. is wrong with this guy? Yeah, yeah, I watched that. I was like, <laughs> but I love it, though. It's like, yeah, always I love been it. like that, too. Yeah. I mean, Mission Impossible. I mean, I, I love it, though. Yeah. Got to respect it. I think uh, something along the lines of you said, like, I never wanted to be the best actor. I just wanted to entertain people. And I was just damn like, it, you dude, have. you do it, yeah. damn, yeah, you do that job, brother. Yeah, Good for you, man. Good for you. Um, yeah, like I, I got to check out a couple of uh, Mission, the like, Mission Impossible movies. I think I haven't seen the most recent one or the most recent two, maybe. Yeah, especially just because of, like the podcasts and stuff, and I want to go like review them and shit. I'll have to like, I'm gonna just go on a binge and binge through all these. Yeah, maybe the next time you're on, though, we'll both watch John Wick three, and we can fucking uh, we can talk about John Wick. Yeah, I'm were they on it. HBO? I think so. The Mission Impossible ones? Yeah. Oh, uh, I think so too, actually. I think they are. I should rip through those too. Yeah. The last one I watched was fucking dope. It was the first Jeremy Renner one. Speaking of Jeremy Renner, happily healing at home. Love to hear that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was that one was really good. I can't fucking even name, remember the name of that one. Just fucking all those names. It might have been was it Ghost Protocol, some shit like that. Yeah, they're out of control. It might have been that yeah, one. Yeah, Ghost Protocol, I think. It might have been that one. Could be. Maybe not. You a uh, Planet of the Apes guy? Uh, not really. Not really. I, I watched I've seen that the first fucking, two or three, uh, I think. I watched, like, the old ones. Like, back in the Yeah, day. the old, like, old James, ones. It's James Franco, isn't it? Yeah. I haven't seen any of those. I think he's just in the first one. All right. I don't think he's in the second one or third. I think that no, might I be a fourth I've heard one. good things about that trilogy, though. People... They were really the two that I saw were really good. Yeah, I enjoyed them. I thought they were really good. Like, I think those are supposed to be better than like the wasn't Mark Wahlberg in the like the ninety like. 90s. I think Will Wahlberg was in one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they were like the original, like yeah. before James Franco's, uh, like Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and then like Reve- like Revenge, whatever. I remember watching those. My aunt had them on. My auntie Marie had them on VHS, and I remember like putting them on. Fucking like, just, like, like the nineteen like seventy one is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's just like dudes with like a monkey a mask monkey on. mask on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that's gonna kind of wrap it up for news rumors. All that shit, unless anybody else has got anything else to add. Mando trailer? They think we got a... Oh, Mando trailer? I think we got a Order 66 flashback. It looked like it. Yeah, yeah. Mando trailer dropped on Monday Night Football. People are are speculating, like, the the door that's opening is a lightsaber opening the door. So maybe they snuck in some some more Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader in this. That'd be cool. Oh, I'd be into that. I'd be into that. I think there's a I think there's a '66 flashback on there. Obviously, the ending with like Baby Yo literally just like forced <laughs> throwing in the cradle as the cradle moves. I'm up. watching it like this. I'm like, <laughs> for real, bro, for real, like bouncing up and down, for real. It seems like shit's about to pop off though. It seems like this season's gonna have some fucking heavy action. Yeah. And obviously, we're gonna have the Mando War. You know what I mean? Fucking. Yeah. And this is the season where uh, Bo-Katan's supposed to kind of, you know, turn a turn a t- like yeah. you know turn and go back. This, this seems more personal to Mando. This is a more like a Mando personal season, I think. You know, what I mean, it's not. I don't, I don't really think you're gonna see like you know Luke Skywalker at the end. Like, yeah, I hear you. This one is like kind of like I don't say homage to Mando, but it's more about his upbringing and redeeming himself at, at Mandalore. Yeah, the people. Yeah, I hear you. I'm looking forward to it. March. I mean, uh, yeah, March first. It's gonna be a fucking salacious crumb first. hanging from the tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good too. Yeah, no, the trailer was trailer was good. I was like, uh, you know, in disarray watching it because fucking the Bucks were playing like shit, and Tom Brady might have played his last playoff game, depending if he decides to come back or not. But 
I remember, I remember liking what I saw. I do remember I know the uh, Order 66 scene that you were talking about, the Jedi's fucking in the temple. That could be a flashback. I was thinking that could be like a, like a Baby Yo flashback probably, right? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. That, like to get him out of the yeah, Jedi yeah, temple. Yeah. Maybe something like that, yeah. Yeah. Maybe like the night he escaped or some shit. Could be. Something like that. I don't know. It'll be before you know it, though. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I, I, overall, though, good trailer. Good trailer. Um, from there, let's go into uh, Devotion, yeah? Yep. All right. So, Ledoux, you didn't check this out, right? Nope. They tried getting me for tw- 19.99, just as a preface for everybody buy out there. Rent. Paramount <laughs> Plus, buy or rent for 19.99. Yeah, yeah. I could have fucking... You're not suckering me next, in like that. Next time, let me know. I'll hook you up with, the, with my login for a little while. You can go banging out. You know yeah, we'll saying? have to... We'll talk. Yeah, I got, I got logins for everything. Uh, Seth, you want to plug in that camera in a minute? Yeah. Um, so, Devotion just came to Paramount Plus. was out in theaters earlier this fall. Uh, Jonathan Majors, Glenn Powell, inspirational true story of Jesse Brown, first black aviator in the U.S. Navy, uh, and his enduring friend, uh, friendship with fellow pilot Tom Hudner, who is Glenn Powell's character, helping to turn the tide in the most brutal battle in the Korean War. Synopsis sounds awesome. Movie got really good reviews. Had some good performances. Had some good scenes. Overall, I was disappointed, though. I'm not going to lie. Um... Seth talked about it a little bit last week, and I think you said you just you were just kind of you kind of like neutral about it. Right? You said you liked yeah, it. Can, but it can I be honest? Now that, now that you watched it, yeah, I dozed off a good 20, 25 minutes in the middle of. Oh, it. Oh no shit! Yeah, all right. I was because it was long. Yeah, it it did go on for a bit longer than it had to. My biggest problem with the movie was that I felt like there was no real like. There was no, like, plot. There was no, like, storyline, like... Structure. Yeah, exactly. Structure is actually a great word for it, Ledoux. It just kind of was, like, a whole bunch of scenes just, like, thrown together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And some of them I, I, some of them weren't great. Some of them didn't even almost make sense to me. Just, like, the dialogue. I was, like, someone just asked you a question and you would, like... You would go on this ramble that, like, I felt like didn't answer the question at all. It, it was just, like, weird. Jonathan Majors, I did thought, did a good job. I, I, I thought... There was a couple the the scene where he's talking to himself like in the mirror and basically insulting himself. Oh, I love that was probably my favorite scene. Yeah, like his it, acting and like his intensity. His intensity. That's yeah. exactly the in his intensity. I was like, oh man, dude, this guy is Kang is going to be fucking scary sometimes. Yeah, yeah right. I was like, he's going to be a bad motherfucker as Kang, yeah. man. He's going to be intimidating as shit. He did a good job. I liked him. I liked the scenes with him and his wife. I thought that they were very cute. I just liked their relationship and shit like that. Glenn Powell didn't do much for me in this movie. I thought his character was very just... Shout out Fall River, though. Shout out Fall River. That's right. <laughs> we did get a Fall River shout out. They were based in Rhode Island in the beginning of the movie. Um, but like I said, my biggest problem was that it, it, it never like it never established, like you said, structure. It never established like kind of like what we were doing, what the stakes were, like what, the, like what we were trying to do. It was kind of almost just like a history movie where you were almost supposed to know like what was happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is like, dude, we're still watching a movie at the end of the day, even if it is based on a true story and stuff like that. You're entertain us a little bit. Yeah. It's like like the Korean War, too. You know? Nobody's really... True. You know, fresh in their mind what was going on in the Korean War. Yeah. They're not storming Normandy. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, it's a little different. Not something that they overly teach in fucking textbooks. Right. But there were some good scenes. There was... The the aviator scenes that they had in the movie were good. There wasn't enough of them, in my opinion. And then, like, I don't know. So, one of the big scenes is when they're dropping the bombs on the bridge, right? And, like, you have all five, six planes, and they're just getting fucking shot at by however many Gatling guns on the Chinese side. And not a single bullet hits any of these planes. Not one bullet 
from all these Gatlin guns. And they're getting shot at for this whole fly over these bridges. Not one bullet. And then, like, next thing you know, it's like Jonathan Majors gets hit with, like, one sniper bullet to an oil thing. We got to yeah. crash land. And, right. Like, I, was like, I did think that was a little, yeah. I don't know. I was like, this just seems fucking off here. I was like, the stakes, I don't know. It, I don't know. I didn't love it. I did not love this movie at all. It's getting great reviews. I, I, I was shocked. I saw, like, the tomato scores. It was, like, 94 by critics and, like, 89 by audiences yeah, that's and too shit high. like that. That's too Which, high. that is just, like, an approval rating. It's not, like... You know what I'm saying? Tomatoes like you don't weird. rank it a 94 out of 100. Right, right. Yeah. Tomatoes is based on if, you know, like out of 100 people, 94 said go see it, basically, is what they said. But take that for what it is. I, I don't know. It, to me, it, it wasn't for me. Like I said, I, I, All's Quiet on the Western Fronts movie we talked about a couple weeks ago. We talked about it a little bit again tonight. I thought that one was kind of in the same thing. I didn't love that movie either, but at least that one did a little bit more for me. Like technically, like I said, the, the runs through No Man's Land... Uh, there was more structure to that movie. I always kind of knew at least what was going on. Kind of not like that, but yeah. it didn't. It was something like I was confused. That's kind of not the right words. Like, I knew what was going on, but this was just like biopic on uh, Jonathan Majors' yeah. character and like the struggle that he went through. Yeah, at the time. I guess. Yeah, I guess that's a good way to put it. Biopic. Yeah, it did focus very heavily on his point of view, but I don't know. Like I said, the Glenn, him and Glenn Glenn Powell was kind of weird in this, which I liked him as Hangman and Maverick, but to me in this, I didn't love him. But. To me, I, I came away. I was like uh, six point nine. Did you like that or all quiet? Six point nine. All quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you like were, I said, you were just, pretty against that movie, so. I, I think it was a better movie. Yeah. I don't actually. You know what? I don't know if I. I think I probably enjoyed Devotion more, but I think All Quiet is the better movie. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? I'll tell you this: I won't go back and rewatch either of them. I don't think. If yeah, one of them's on nah, TV. I, will I throw it on for like ten minutes? Maybe I don't know. Can't bring, can't even make any promises on that. True. I don't know. It, it, yeah, it, it it just left me it left me lacking. I can tell you, I watched it with Stephen Kalos. They did not like it. No, they were they were, com- they were like com- bored. Probably yeah, bored. they were bored. Yeah. They were complaining in the middle of it. <laughs> At one point, I paused it. It was like an, it was like an hour and twenty five minutes in. They were like, "There's an hour left of this movie." I was like, F-. "They were like, fuck. <laughs> oh no!" <laughs> it oh, did God, run long. Uh, it, it did, did yeah. fucking run long. Yeah. Should, probably, you, uh, I wouldn't wouldn't off. be surprised if we rank it the third out of uh, like the Jonathan Majors movies this year. Yeah, yeah, so, I, I, I definitely hope so. I definitely hope so. But uh, like I said, six six point nine for me out of the sevens. It just it left me lacking. There wasn't enough there. Not enough. Not enough. Um, do you have any more thoughts on it that you didn't express last week that you wanted to share? No, nothing really I could think of. I hate. I didn't want to admit last week that I fell asleep for like twenty minutes, but. There were just so many, a couple scenes I was just like. Do you happen to know when about you did fall asleep? I, I think it was maybe when they were in like the bar. Oh, that's funny. That's actually one of my favorite parts of the movie. I know. Movie. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was I actually when they were out on when they were out in the town in um I think it's Italy. Yeah, well, yeah, it's Italy. Yeah, France. Yeah, yeah France or Italy. France or it might be France actually. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it might be France. When they're out in the town, that was actually a, that was a pretty good night. That was that was one of the parts that I enjoyed more. That was kind of like drinking, trying to get with girls and shit like that. Um, I was snoring. Yeah, yeah. They ended up getting into a, they ended up getting into a fight with the army guys. The guys that yeah, they ended yeah. up saving at the end. That's when I woke up. Which yeah, even that too. There was no like fucking. There was, at the end of the movie, like basically the guys that they've been fighting with those fucking army dickheads. They saved him. Jonathan Majors died trying to save him. You know what I mean? And there was just no conversation, no words. Yeah. No, like, there was no like the no Top Gun Maverick scene where they're like, "Hey, thanks, brother." You know, you were no, actually allies. No. Yeah, it's fucking nothing. I was just like, I don't know. Just left me lacking. Left me lacking. Something that uh, if you're a big you know a big war movie fan, go check it out. But 
Otherwise, I'd probably pass on this one. Uh, too long. Too long, not yeah. enough there. Uh, Good yeah. thing the next thing we'll talk about is not too long and not enough there. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> for real. I, I am so excited to talk about this next bit. I, I really, I'm so excited. Before we do it, I... Oh, yeah, go ahead. By all means. By all means, by all means, do it up. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what to do. I know you said you hadn't, you hadn't checked it out in time because of the Paramount Plus thing. This one, yeah, might be one I, this one might be one I skip. This might be one I skip. Fair enough. Taking it off the list. Yeah. We're going to have to figure out uh, some classics for the next time, though. One I know that you said you hadn't watched. I, you, I think you said you put on your list. Uh, we should do True Romance. True Romance? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I would, I've already gave that out as a recommendation. I got to make sure I got that on. Yeah. I did watch Casino recently. Or oh! it was, it was it, I've seen it before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen it before. But oh. it was just on, and I, I watched it. Uh, with, like, commercials and shit? I got it on. Yeah, with commercials. Oh, my God. That must have been, like, fucking six hours. Oh, yeah. It's a Saturday. Yeah, so <laughs> just hanging out, you know, gaming. Holy shit. That's a long movie right there. All right, so I got that on there. Godfather 1 and 2, True Romance, Top Gun 1 and 2, Planet of the Apes trilogy still on there. I've seen the first two. I okay. got to watch the third. But I'm probably just going to wa- go ba- back and watch them all the way through. I like that. I give you some know. ideas because like a couple of those things I haven't seen. So that works good. We have John Wick 3, we have you, Planet of the Apes trilogy. You a Transformers guy? <sighs> Do I like the Do I like the Transformers? Sure. The, the movies, the one I'm a fan yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, the movies. Yeah. The first one I liked. Shout out Shia LaBeouf. Uh, even the second one was actually all right. I was fine with the second one. It was about after that is where you lost me. Once Megan Fox was out, it's pretty much where I was out. You were out. Yeah. yeah, I like the first three. I think the third one, like you said, probably the worst of the three. Yeah, yeah I did but not the, like first, that third the first, the first three. Yeah. I like the first three movies. I thought they were pretty good. I mean, not, you know, some people up there saying uh, that in Lord of the Rings. Oh, that's insane. Sh- yeah, exactly. Uh, not uh, not even, they're in two different universes. Completely different but, uh, but yeah, well, I, I enjoy the first there, three. It's like a, they always come out in the summer, which is nice. It's a perfect movie where it's like the summertime, you fucking grab a bucket of popcorn. Yeah. And you just go plot down the air conditioning for like two and a half hours. Oh. And watch some cool CGI and some things explode and shit. Yeah. I think, you know... I watched the other ones with uh, Wahlberg, and I forget what the other one is. I don't know if he's Bumblebee? In, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen Bumblebee. Was, that was the other one, though, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, I think there's Wahlberg. two. There's was Last Wahlberg? Night Wahlberg and... the Bumblebee one? No. Wahlberg's in two, though, I think. Last Night, and I forget what the other one's called. I haven't watched any Mark Wahlberg ones. <sighs> they... They're bad, probably, aren't they? I'm sure they are. They're not. They're <laughs> he's not. probably bad in them. He's probably <laughs> awful because he's awful in pretty much everything. Yeah, he's not great. That's I can sure. count his good roles on that. It's another one of those movies I'll throw on in the background. Yeah. Not that Casino is. That was just on, and I was like, oh, I got to, you know. Yeah, no, Casino's a good one. But yeah, yeah, no, we'll have to, we'll talk. But like I said, uh, we'll have to do a class because that's a good segment. I like that, doing the classics a couple, once in a while, you know what yeah. I mean? Spring one here and there. Yeah, I'm into it. So we'll have to, we'll have to, uh, True Romance and something else. We'll figure out, uh, figure out another one. Yeah. Maybe the fucking Godfather. Who knows? Steph and Steph's wanted to watch it since we watched that Showtime series. That like the that make another Godfather there. The offer. The offer. Yeah, yeah. it was good. That was, was a good watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah I watched good Godfather watch. and then I watched that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was uh, that was a good watch. I actually really enjoyed that. Uh, but now that Seth's locked back in, let's dive into a show that, like I said, I've been talking about for a while. I've been very, very excited for it from the moment that it got green lit. I played the game as soon as it came out in 2013. It is The Last of Us. Uh, like I said, based on the 2013 game from Naughty Dog, 
They brought in the writer from the Chernobyl series, which if you haven't watched the Chernobyl series on HBO, you should absolutely go do it because it was fantastic. Excellent. Very, very good. Possibly the best miniseries of all time. It was it was really that good. Um, and then the creator of the game, Neil Druckmann, they brought him on, hands-on, to help write and you know create the show. Uh, and they did it together. And I think that it showed because this is by far the best bringing to life of a video game on screen that I've ever seen. Adaptation, however you want to put it. By far, in a way, in just one episode, in just one episode, it's already the best adaptation of a game to a screen I've seen yet. Yeah. There's been a lot, been a lot of shitty ones. Doom. Halo. Resident Evil. Halo. So many fucking... Which, as soon as this actually this episode ended, that was one of the things I took away from it. was just like, wow. Like, it... Like, they just did it in one episode. Like, Resident Evil's done, like, 50 movies, a TV show on Netflix... They can't make one like comparable thing. Yeah, I've and, I think I've only played one of the Resident Evil games, maybe two, and I've seen one of the movies probably in bits and pieces. Never really just uh, you know. the trash. Yeah, the trash, yeah. trash. It's insane. Um, but this, I, I was so excited for this, and when you know, when, like I said, I was a huge fan of the game, so it's something that you don't want to. You never want to say your expectations too high. Right. Until... Especially with the history of... Oh, yeah, of course. You know. So many letdowns. Um, but then, of course, when the fall came and the executives at HBO saw it and they were, like, blown away by it and they were like, all right, we're, we're putting everything into this. I was like, okay, that leaves me feeling very good. Like, that, if they're putting all their money, the big wigs love it and they're saying this is our next big thing, that's a good fucking sign. Yeah. And HBO, like we've talked about already this episode, they don't do anything half-assed. When they do something, they do it big. They gave this show the fucking budget that it needed, and it showed on the screen. This show felt like you were fucking right in the shit, man. Yeah. Right out of the gate, you felt like you were in it. Because I've never never played any of the video games, so I really have no background in terms of, like, no one was... I know, obviously, the story and everything a little bit, but uh, just as, like, a show itself, like, having no history with the video games or everything it's like a it's a really really good show yeah they did a really really good job with it yep so and it's like i want i'm looking forward to next sunday because i'm already i'm like all right can't wait for episode two can't wait to see what happens you know yep um so yeah video game aside it's a great show i like that some of us like i like that i've played it and so you guys have it. I feel like that's going to make the conversation a little bit more interesting. I yeah, because you, yeah, you know, and from what I understand, like I've watched, I watched, so, uh, so I watched it last night, watched a couple of videos on YouTube today. Like a lot of the stuff in the show has stayed true to the game. Oh like, my God. Wait, like I have a lot of things listed. Like identical, you know, so. Identical. Yeah. Straight lifted. Yeah. So. Um, but that's the thing. I've talked about it on this podcast before. I've said this game is so many video games that you play. The right, you'll notice it. The writing, the dialogue is very corny. It seems oh, yeah. like it's written by somebody that barely graduated high school. <sighs> Ghost Recon I mean? Breakpoint. I still haven't. I still got to send you that clip because it's, <laughs> it's a laugh out loud. Funny. It, the, it, it the, happens a lot. Yeah, it happens a lot. It happens a lot. But this game, the storytelling is why it like that's why it did so good is because it, it was next fucking level. It was basically like you were playing a movie while you were watching a movie. You know right. what I'm saying? You were actively playing inside of a, a really, really well told story with like intricate detail, like attention to the conversations and the character building and the things that they say. Everything like that you like obviously like I said I know a lot more because I played the games, but there's so many little tidbits in this this first episode that they fucking nailed and right. just like 
it blew me away. Like, like I said, I, I had such high expectations, and this show, this first episode, did everything that I could have possibly expected and more. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm happy to hear because that just tells me that the the rest of the season is going to be real good. Because I think you, you might have said it, or I've definitely heard from a couple people like. That's like the best game they've ever played. It, from like a story, the best yeah. video game they've ever played, yeah. just like in whole. You know what I mean? So that's if it's anything like the game, then we should be getting a good product from HBO. Yeah, I, like you mentioned that I got a bunch of times in my notes here where there's things straight uplifted, like verbatim or like scene for scene, yeah, just like shot for shot. Uh, so we're gonna be able to go through it. But I, this is like I said, this is a game. I, I know this game. I have fucking I've been it probably five six times like i i know this game you know? how long does it take 10 hours tops you know what i mean you can go through it even a little bit quicker than that like i pay attention to details i'm looking for all the little letters and notes yeah yeah doing work. the little side yeah. mission shit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah there's a lot of like uh a lot of like, a lot of like you'll see like notes from past survivors like so, you know writing notes to loved ones and shit that are old from back in the day that you'll find you'll read them it's just little stories and shit yeah yeah interesting shit yeah um but it's funny you say because I, you know, it's sometimes you don't know. Like, am I too close to it? Like, did I love it because it was such a portrayal of the game? Right. But as soon, I, so again, I watched it with uh, with with Steph and Los, and right away they were both like, "That was awesome." I was like, yeah. All right. Cool. Like, yeah. It wasn't just me. Sigh you know of relief. Like, yeah. They, obviously, yeah. Steph's never played, but Los has never played the game either. So Los actually started it uh, when he got his PlayStation Five because it's on that uh, like the PS version of the game pass yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. same thing that playstation, PlayStation. yeah it's on that so he started it but he only got like a couple of hours in something like okay because there's a second one too right last like of us two the second one is much longer the second one you had 25 30 hours no shit yeah, yeah. no shit much, just much as good though it is just as good of a game are you gonna like the story as much Probably not. I sure as fuck didn't. Okay. Is there some shit that's going to probably piss you the fuck off? Yeah. 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 There's some shit that pissed me the fuck off. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I'm just wondering for like future seasons or like what ultimately happens. Oh, you know boy. I mean? There are going to be some fucking heartbreaking people if there's a fucking second game season made of this show, man. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be some tears, boys. It's going to get real dusty in a lot of rooms. Uh, I do think that this show is going to fucking make people go and... I mean, the first game already did amazing as far as sales and shit like that. I think right. there are some people that are going to be like, oh, I'm going to go play this game. Well, yeah, I looked it up today. I was like, why haven't I played this game? You know, But it's PlayStation exclusive. PlayStation so, exclusive. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I had a PlayStation. PlayStation 3, I think, back yeah. in the day. PS4, PS3. It is It is that It is that good. And while like the storytelling shit is that good, the gameplay is very fun. It's very well done. It's very clean and shit like yeah. that. It's, it's, it's very well done. Um, but yeah, no, I I haven't heard a single person say a bad thing about this show yet. Not one, not like anywhere on the internet. Every single thing, all the reviews positive. Just random people chattering positive. Everyone that's texted me positive. Not a single person. So let's uh, let's dive into it. Yeah, let's do it. Episode one: When you lost in the darkness, which we'll come to see very quickly, is uh, the saying of the to the fireflies: "Look for the light." Yeah. Fireflies are kind of like the the, the rebellion trying to. Raise up against the soldiers that have basically, you know, taken up as the government. Yeah, Fedra. So we have a, a cold open, which this scene I really liked. This was a very, very cool scene because I was, as someone who's played the game, was very curious as to what are we going to open up with, you know what I mean? And this was very cool. This was something that's, you know, not in the game, something that they just did. They just did. I thought it was great. They have a, a talk show, kind of like a late night talk show kind of, you know, vibe. And then these two scientists going on. And they're basically going to kind of set the table for what we're going to be dealing with in the show. That it's not necessarily a virus, it's a fungus. And it literally 
takes over. We have them currently now on Earth, but they thankfully can't live in, you know, I think it's body temperature. It can't go above like 94 degrees. Yeah, body temperature. So it focuses on insects, but, you know, it takes them over and it's, you know, basically just wants to spread, you know, cover everything. Yep. So if hypothetically it could live inside humans, this is what could hypothetically happen, takes over the body and wants to spread, basically turn it into you into a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Bloodthirsty fucking zombie savage. But this was a very cool little scene, like I said. I thought to set the table, I thought it was kind of funny, but I, right away I was like, all right, this was, I thought this was a cool little way to intro the show. I liked it. Um, the guy scared you, too. It, the guy explaining it. Yeah. yeah. Kind of, like, not scared you, but, you know. I was going to say, kind gave it to you very matter-of-factly. Yeah. Yeah. Set the way he did it, though, he set the, to- like, the intensity. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, if this happens, like... That build-up. He's like, this is yeah. no joke. Like, sort of just right. hitting you with, like, some small facts. Like, this is what they do. Kind of explains the fungus, what they do, how it takes over the body and everything. And then he says, yeah, we as humans can't get that, but what if? And then he hits you with all that, you know? So... Smoking his butt too. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know they were they were both uh, a little sarcastic too, which I liked too. The uh, even like the talk the talk show host was very uh, what's his name there uh, Jimmy Kimmel. You reminded me of him kind of yeah, you know yeah I mean? cracking jokes yeah and like playing like, off the like playing off his his guests. Where like, do we get LSD? He's yeah, like, yeah. where do you get yours? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So I thought this scene right out of the gate, I thought it was very well done. I thought it was an interesting way to open up the show. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was. I thought it was good. And like I said, I th- it set the table well for exactly what we're dealing with. Because they don't really do that in the game until like kind of like the um, the collectibles kind of thing. If you're like a video game player, I got you. You'll pick up tape recording stuff like that. You'll overhear soldiers talking. That's kind of how you pick up what's, going, what's on. going on, right? Rather than having something formal like this. So I right. thought that was a good way to to introduce to the audience. Yeah. And then they go right from there into the opening credits. Which the tune is the tune from the game that's in the opening titles. It's in all. The, it's in the menus for the game. They they play it constantly. So right away, I just kind of got me got me going a little bit. Yeah. Like, hey, nice. Getting you giddy a little. Nice. Uh, and then we kind of go to our prologue. We're in the year two thousand and three. We open up at the Miller home, and we are introduced to Sarah. Sarah Miller, Joel's daughter, and we're gonna see a we're gonna see something that I think that you guys are gonna kind of see something that's going to reoccur throughout the show a little bit, which is Joel is not the best at taking care of himself. Even though Sarah is his daughter, he's the adult in the house, she's the one that's waking him up because his alarm's going off. Yep. Then he goes downstairs, she's the one that's making him breakfast. Even though it's his birthday, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. She's usually the one that's making breakfast, regardless of yeah. it being his birthday, you know what I'm saying? Yep. While he is a man of talents and he has some abilities, he's also a little bit kind of like... Stuck in the mud, you know what I mean. Yep. And he needs that taken care of sometimes. You know what I mean. I gotcha. Um, but like I said, I think that's something you're gonna you're gonna see a little bit more as the show goes on. But I, I liked I liked that right away. I liked that opening. She also mentions that it's like his t-shirts inside out, kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Looking after him, you know, yeah. taking care, looking of him. out she, for him. She knows she knows her dad. Yeah. Um, we are introduced to brother Tommy. Tommy. Tommy's going to be a big character in this series, reoccurring. You're going to you're going to see a lot of him. Um, not probably not for a little bit though. I would be after after episode one, um, but he's going to be someone that we see a bit of. He pops on into the kitchen. He's asking for breakfast pancakes himself, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, but we see uh, they're going to be kind of heading out to work. They work together, uh, him and Joel, and then we see that Sarah's going to go upstairs to her dad's bureau. She's going to grab her dad's broken watch and a couple of bucks 
And right away, I was like, oh, all right, this is adorable because I know exactly where this is headed. So to this point, this was all new, too. This was not part of the game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I saw that. Game does open up in the Miller household, but it's a little bit later on. So, but once she does that, I was like, oh, this is cute. Like, I know I know exactly where this is heading because yep. this next part is in the game. Well, soon it's in the game. Uh, we follow Sarah for a little bit from there, though. She goes to school. She catches a bus over to the jewelry store. And she's getting Joel's watch fixed. Yeah. So while she's getting Joel's watch fixed at this little antique jewelry, you know, jewelry kind of store, a bunch of sirens stop flying by. The guy that's fixing the watch is like, motherfucker's been coming by all day long. So something, you know, right away, all right, shit's starting to go yeah. awry somewhere. The shop owner's wife, she comes on in. She fucking starts closing up the shop. She's kind of rushing Sarah out the door. He's like, honey, we don't close for like four more hours. She's like, no, we're closing right now. So whether she had a news report or something in the bag and we had a TV on, something's going down. Yeah, something's up. She even kind of like says to Sarah, like, hey, you should get the fuck home. Yeah, go home. Shit's up. So again, we said that first scene there, the scientists, the way they explained everything, build a tense, you know, a tense setting. This doubled on that. I feel like this. The intensity. This yeah, shows, made it eerie. Very high, like very high. I feel like. And there's a couple of times too that they're talking about. Uh, they, they can hear it whether it's on like the I think like the TV maybe when they're eating breakfast. Yeah, or like, the radio on the radio on the radio driving yes. to school. Like the if you listen to what they're talking about, they're, they're like. There's definitely starting to be rumblings on what's going yeah. on. Yeah, and they just kind of like you know turn the TV off or like the radio change the channel, but just another fucking shitty thing in the world, right? But, you know, you can know. hear that it's starting to be uh, starting to get spreading around. Yeah, but like we said, the intensity for this is very, very, very high, which I think is good because that's how you feel the entire time you play this game. Like you're every corner you go <coughs> around, you're constantly just concerned about is there a fucking human with a gun ready to shoot me? Is there a zombie around the corner ready to eat me? Yeah, so you're tense the whole time. The whole time. Everything's very intense. So I think they did a very good job of making the audience feel that watching this. this uh, yeah, I think it was a good build up like you said because they do that at the beginning and then it's just like looks like a normal day. Like right. it's a guy's birthday but you can there's obviously something feel going it. on. There's yeah. like a tension and that like I don't I guess the music and not really music but just like the mood of everything. It's like eerie. Yep. Eerie like something's something's going to happen but nothing's happening yet. Everything's normal. So There were so many similarities to what I'll talk about it because there's one scene that I I like literally was like night like compared it straight to what it was but it reminded me a lot of one movie that i'll talk about later but okay i thought it had a lot of similarities to it especially one scene in particular i was like wow this is literally a scene from this movie hmm okay all right all right all right all right um we leave the jewelry store and Sarah is going to stop by her neighbor's house. She's got some elderly neighbors. They, you know, they need some company and stuff. Probably don't have any grandchildren or whatever. Probably look at her that way. Seems like she goes over there kind of regularly because she was talking to him earlier in the episode. They're baking some cookies. Uh, and Sarah's fiddling through like DVDs, basically. Kind of like that we have see back here. Fiddling, looking through their DVDs while the cookies are baking. And this was a great scene because while she's searching through the DVDs, over her shoulder in the camera frame is the oldest woman in the house who is like wheelchair bound. Yep. Doesn't talk, obviously. Doesn't talk. Doesn't move. She's completely deaf. She doesn't move. Yeah. Doesn't yep. move. Doesn't really do anything. The guy's feeding her biscuits, stuffing them in stuffing her mouth. Stuffing her mouth. Trying yeah, to feed yeah, her yeah. She's trying to feed her biscuits. Yeah. And we see her kind of start, you know, like spazzing, kind of like having almost like a seizure, you know, like freaking out kind of thing. 
And it's silent, though, because she doesn't even overhear it. She doesn't even think to turn around. And so this girl's just, like, being, like, possessed, like, right behind you. It was, yeah, was very scary, scene. man. It was. And very she's not eerie. in, like, focus either. Because right. I was waiting for them to, like, focus into her a little bit. Because, like, obviously she's in the scene for a reason. They're yep. shooting her over the corner. So I'm like, all right, they're going to film her. And she's going to, like, pop up or something crazy going to happen. But they just never focus on her. But you can still see, like, what's happening. I like that they did that. Yeah. Because it's, like, she's yeah. She's twitching in the background. You know? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> like some like shit is going oh, no. down here it is yep very fucking you know intense again building that eerie eerie scary fucking just that vibe man that intense 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 vibe I thought that was an awesome awesome scene uh, but she has to borrow a DVD which we're gonna find out in a second which DVD it is this is a direct crawl back to the game too but uh, we see that she's gonna you know kind of make her way out she's like hey my dad's gonna be home soon it's his birthday and as she's making her way out the front door she sees this they have a dog and the dog is just sitting there looking at the woman in the wheelchair and he's just like staring at her and just like grilling whimpering, her whimpering crying yeah yeah like so the dog knows like yeah, dog knows something something's, something's fucking wrong dude like i can smell it you know yeah. what i mean they say animals gonna six animals sense. know yeah animals know crazy like that fucking uh what was the uh the tsunami there they fucking yeah all one, those not yeah. one animal body not one animal corpse found yeah the entire tsunami they get out they just fucking knew they all went to higher ground they get up and get out crazy but right away, that was another, like, again, setting the eeriness, setting the intensity, like, all right, something's wrong, the dog knows, she's starting to be like, all right, what the fuck's Yeah, happening? I kind of double check, and she stops almost, and kind of looks back, and is like, what's going on there? Yeah. And she just leaves. And then walks out fried, and you have, a, like, three fighter pilots, three fighter jets, oh, yeah. fly right over her fucking yeah. head, so that's when you know, like, oh, something's fuck. up. Fuck. Like, why something, do we have, yeah, yeah low, too. Yeah, real low. Low, low, yeah. They were getting ready to fucking go drop a bomb somewhere already. Yeah. Which is crazy that it happened, you know, like probably that fast. I mean, if you're already calling in the Air Force, like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Right. I feel like you're going to call in the Air Force. It's like, all right, this whole city's been overrun. Like, it's all zombies. Like, let's drop a bomb on it and just fucking wipe them all out. Like, come on, I'm in that quick. Things are going fast. You know what I mean? Yeah, I had to have. Because what? Well, they were saying in the on the radio thing, it was Jakar or whatever, right? Yeah, on the yeah. radio. So, I mean, it had to have spread like quick. Yeah. You know, Air, once it gets airborne, spreading and man. growing, once it gets airborne, it's all over. Um, now we go back to the Miller household again. Sarah goes home and this is a big, big Easter egg scene. Like this is Easter eggs galore for, for the gamers out there. Um, Joel's going to come home from work. You've got his cake and she's going to say, all right, you, you want your gift then? He's like, oh, you got me a gift? And then once she pulls the box out from behind, like, the pillow on the couch, like, that whole thing is almost taken, like, directly from the game. Yeah. The I was same... watching something on that today. She says, like, oh, I sell. Oh, he says, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, how would you get the money for? She's like, oh, I sell drugs, hardcore drugs. Yeah. Yeah, they literally, like, the video I watched today was that scene and the scene from the game. The same exact thing. When she gives him the watch, he, like, even plays the same trick. Yeah, like, and does that little. He's like, oh, you sure? Like, it seems like it might be fucked up. Same thing. Yeah. It's exactly the same joke. He said the hard drugs. The whole thing that's is awesome, just. Though. I think that's right. awesome. Oh, I was going. You know what I, mean? I was literally like fucking like this in the couch, yeah. like tapping step. I was like, yeah. it's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I fucking loved it. And then she goes, "There's one more thing." She pulls up the video that she got from next door that she borrowed, and it's Curtis and Viper Two, which is actually a shout out to The Last of Us Two. There's a, a scene with Ellie. Uh, she's not with Joel. She's with an, another character in the game. But she's talking about, like, just like, oh, I'm hanging out with Joel tonight. I think she says, like, hey, you want to get together kind of thing. And she's right. like, oh, I'm busy tonight. I'm hanging out with Joel. Uh, she's like, oh, what are you guys doing? She's like, I got a movie for us to watch. And she says, which one? And she said, Curtis, uh, Curtis and Viper 2. 
So this is a, a direct shout out right from there. Okay. And uh, yeah, there's another. There's a lot of movie poses on the town. So Curtis and Viper Four was whatever was out there in the like the big day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Things went wrong. Yep. So there's like one part when you get to the Curtis and Viper Four poster, and she's like, "Oh, look, Joel, this one was your favorite." So I apparently loved the fourth one the most. Okay. But uh, in the show, I did like uh, he. Pedro Pascal is looking at the DVD and he's like, "Oh, this even got the deleted scenes on it." And the daughter goes, "Yeah, imagine how bad those scenes must be." Yeah. <laughs> Good call. I like that. Yeah. That was pretty fucking funny yeah. to not make a call of a fucking probably straight the straight the gas station DVD bin movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, next yeah, it passes right out. Yep. And then uh, this was cool because so in this in the opening part of the game you play as Sarah this very beginning sequence this whole beginning sequence so you're not Joel so you put the movie on just like you do in in the show and then you fall asleep but then when you wake up Joel's just gone so this was cool it brought some subtext to why he was gone why for, you know what I'm saying so he gets a call from Tommy and Tommy went and got himself arrested again it seems like this might have been somewhat a common occurrence yeah. Uh, but he needs him to bail him out. It's Friday. If he doesn't go bail him out now, he's going to be in there all weekend. Sure enough, Joel you know, brings Sarah up to bed, goes and grabs his brother. And then this is when Sarah's going to wake up. And when Sarah wakes up, it's been a few hours now. Joel's still not home. You just hear almost like a war zone. There's fucking helicopters. There's yeah, jets. Explosions. Cars, explosions. There's flares. Electrical. The yeah, the flares electrical. Yeah, like, yeah, it's crazy. It's fucking war zone. You know what I mean? It seems like they're yeah. in the middle of wars going on outside. And uh, again, I thought that this right away, I was like, all right, here we go. I was like, shit's about to pick up. Like, yeah. now's, you already, like, the, all that intensity, all that buildup that's led us here, like, now it's Breaking. Like yeah, right exactly. Now. So she starts looking around the house. Joel's nowhere to be found. Who comes fucking scratching at the door with the pooch from earlier who knew that something was up? Yeah. I was like, oh, love this. This is a great addition. Let's save the pooch. Let's bring the pooch along with us. If we're going to add something into the show that's not in the game. Let's bring a dog with us. Bring a dog. <laughs> Come always. on. Come on, pooch that, with us now. That's the answer always. Yeah, for, <laughs> for real. Always, always need a pooch. Yeah. Um, but Sarah's going to try to bring the dog home, and the dog ain't having it. He's fucking like, ah, you know, like freaking out. Yep. He's freaking out through his collar, runs, sprints off. She has a glass shatter. She goes into the house, and sure enough, she sees fucking this. The old woman is just taking a chunk out of I don't know some dude, some that lives there. I don't know what it is. Yeah, the two Adlers, I think. Whatever. Feeding her biscuits earlier. Yeah, but she took a nice big chunk out of his neck. He (laughs) took a biscuit out of his neck. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it looked like. And then was just going to town, eating away on the other old woman that lived there. It was fucking... Yeah. You know. When she lifts her mouth up, too, I thought that was the woman's hair at first, but it's the fungus. The fungus. Yeah. yeah. Like, growing out. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool that they did that. It was so, like, silent, too. Like, yeah. it wasn't, like, gross, like, Dawn of the Dead. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. She doesn't like even hear her when she like walks in there. Gross. Yeah. yeah was, the old so guy has to, like, tell her, like... With his eyes. Like, yeah, look over there. And then it's like, this thing's eating out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, uh, like you said, the, it's like a fungus coming out. That's what's going to kind of lead to what their eventual look is going to look like. You know what I mean? Once they fucking... Because yeah, once they start to... Uh, they're, like, um, you know, sick with the virus or whatever you want to call it. The fungus for so long, that's when they start to develop. Start to features. transform, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So they're going to... Saw a couple of the previews. Yeah. their face and shit. You know yeah, what I'm that's... saying? It's going to get real hectic. <clears throat> Uh, but the old woman, while she's eating, she ends up hearing Sarah. She fucking breaks into a sprint, kind of chasing after her. Sarah runs outside, and Joel and Tommy come to the rescue. Joel fucking fucks up this old lady. Just fucking the smashes no. her a wrench a few times. And for the first time right away, we look, all right, we see exactly what Joel's capable of. Things. This is outbreak day. Things haven't even gone like that awry yet. 
This is just an old woman who could be crazy, yeah. and he just put her the fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think he knew. I mean, she's been yeah. in, she's been wheelchair bound, but yeah, like That's you said, could have been could have been anything. But it's also for me too, like Ladoo, you're not playing the video games either. This is the first test of like, all right, what kind of are these going to be like generic like Dawn of the Dead zombies like. You know, yep. slow walking. Yeah, or are they gonna be like World War Z zombies. Yeah, where they're moving. So like, she's like flipping over the counter and stuff. I'm yeah, like, oh, all right, these are the zo- good. Like these are the zombies we're gonna. Yeah, get. a little more intense Nuts. than like Walking yeah. Dead, where they're just like moseying at you. It's like, <laughs> yeah. well, you know, good pacing. That's why I like actually that kind of back to that intro scene with the two scientists and they kind of are explaining how it like takes over your body. I feel like that's a good explanation for why like they're. Their motor skills are so fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not like what it's not like their body. They're not used to having arms. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So that's like, why what is they're this? fucking <laughs> They don't know their own strength and speed. That's yeah. why they're like flying. Yeah, over they're flying over shit, you know exactly. Saying? Yeah, that's why they fucking so. Yeah, their motor skills are all so erratic. Up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I thought that, that again. I was like, I, that's again why I kind of liked that explanation from the that opening scene. Uh, but again, like I said, we see uh, what exactly a little bit. We're gonna get a couple. We're gonna get another good taste of what Joel's capable of in this first episode. But Joel's a man not to be trifled with. Yeah, <laughs> he's a bad motherfucker. Um, but like I said, a lot of Easter eggs there. Lot, lot of Easter eggs there. And then we're gonna go from now that we've been saved to what is I would say one of the best scenes, if not the best scene of the entire episode. We're going to do our little driving scene. We're going to hop in the pickup was, truck. And this was awesome. This was straight up HBO pulling its pants down and be like, this is how much money we put yeah, into this right here. For real. Fuck you. Like, this is we're what gonna we We're going to shut down blocks of, like, blocks of the city to fucking blow it up, have yep. people running all over it, turn it into a war zone. For real. You're you're absolutely right. Yep. It was fucking, it was awesome. Um, but like I kind of said, you open up the game playing from Sarah's POV. So this scene here, when you're in the, you get into the pickup truck, you control her and you can kind of just... Using the analog stick, siphon around the car seats and look at all the different chaos that's going that's on. That's going you know on. What I'm saying. So when they get to like the first thing they get to is like you know highway sign. It says like Austin, Texas hospital highway sign. That's like identical. Identical from the game. signs. Yeah. So then they bang the fucking same turn. Then they're driving. They see the the, the house burning. The farm. It's on fire. Yeah. Same exact thing. Yeah. Carbon copy. And like I said, you're able to control her and like go to the window and look at it like the whole way. Then we get to the I like highway. that they did that. Oh, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. You were in her POV a bunch of times, like just from the back seat looking through like the two yeah, to them. the yeah. window, looking through the windshield. It's fucking awesome. Uh, we get to the highway. Obviously, everyone's fucking, you know. Yeah, everybody's everyone's trying to be out. The highway. Everyone's trying to get out. It's exactly. Cost the fuck. Nowhere to move. Joel's trying to, again, like, you can kind of see that Joel's trying to take charge. Like, Tommy, like, let's fucking go. New, new plan. Like, we got to keep thinking. We can't yeah, stop. Yeah, he knows. Gotta, he we knows. We got to move. We got to move. Speaking of World War Z, Memento, that's Brad Pitt right there. Moving his life, baby. Yep. You know what I mean? You got to keep moving. You can't stay in one place because that's how you get flooded. Yep. Um, but this was a very fucking awesome scene. We eventually get into more of a little bit of like a town ter- town kind of environment. And there's people fucking just flooding the streets all over the place. Everywhere. It's like rats. You know what I mean? Like rats in a yep. fucking maze. And then all of a sudden, again, we're through her POV. We're looking through the windshield. We see a bunch of people running right, right at us. It's like... Oh fuck! Like go something go. bad's that way. I don't know what it is, but it's something bad. Did you know put what on I mean? The gas, go, no. which was yeah. great. Again, straight from the game, airlifted. Exactly the same thing. I like that. I saw that the other thing that they. Uh, I don't know if it happens before this, but the uh, like. How, well, go ahead, keep going. I don't want to spoil it. All right, uh, they're gonna throw it in reverse. Yep. And then this is when we have our explosion. But this is kind of like what Seth just said. HBO pulling their pants down. In the game, when they throw it into reverse, a car crashes into a, like a gas station, so it creates a pretty 
fucking big explosion. You know what right. I'm HBO was like, nah, nah, nah. HBO says, fuck that. We're going to crash a fucking plane. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it was fucking nah, nuts. Because nah, 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 in the show, they uh, the car like drives into them too, right? A car drives into them. Or yes. in the in the game, car drives into them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. in this in the show, they did that little, like the car, you thought that's what it was about to happen. They go through that little intersection that almost happens. And then I think the plane blows up right after that, fucking which was nuts. awesome. It looked yeah, crazy. It did. The three planes taking off for right well, well, one yeah, after yeah, yeah. another it was like oh shit like yeah. shit's going down that was crazy not cheesy too like it was no yeah look legit yeah <laughs> and the fucking so the the plane crashes and you see a wheel from like the plane go fucking shooting off like at a thousand miles per hour ricochets off a building and hits that truck fucking crazy it looked like you said didn't look cheap at all it looked oh. fucking awesome awesome scene Wave, I mean, like I said, HBO pulling down their pants for that fucking play. Yeah. That was fucking again. Production showed the the budget that they put in that HBO in. it it showed and yeah. it made it fucking intense and it made it awesome. Um, but we're gonna wake up from our little crash. You know what I mean? We're, we're gonna fucking wake up. All three characters: Joel, Tommy, Sarah. We're all alive. Sarah's ankles fucked up. We get out of the truck. We see you know fucking chaos. Dead bodies all over the place. One of them's getting eaten on already. Yep. Uh, and a car is going to fucking crash right into us and fucking separate us from Tommy. Yep. So it's like, all right, Tommy will fucking go around, you know what I mean, and we'll fucking meet you on the other side kind of thing. So this, again, was perfect because now this is when you take – this is when the, for the first time you take over as Joel in the game when you're playing. This okay. Right now, right after this crash. You pick up Sarah because her, she can't run with her ankle. Right. So you start doing this run through these alleyways that are all now, in, uh, you know, covered yep. with infected. Yeah, infested. Which is exactly what Pedro Pascal does. It's perfect. Ducks into a little like convenience store. He's got a, a runner right on his fucking ass. You know what I mean? Yep. So again, he's kind of diving all over the fucking market, knocking over shelves all over the yeah. Place. Doesn't know his own strength. Like exactly, you said. Yeah. all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe busts you know back out through the back door. He's out in kind of like a field. Like the runner's right behind him, and then all of a sudden gets lit up. Soldier saves his ass. All right, sweet, huge sigh of relief. You haven't played the fucking game and you don't know what's going to happen right now. Yeah. You're like, all right, great. We just got saved by this soldier. Like, awesome. You know what I mean? Soldier's being a little bit of a hard ass, kind of like, hey, you know, hold on. No, you know, don't move, which, all right. You know, I get it. Yeah. Like, you know, things are going crazy. Going on. You want to make sure we're not one of them. We're not bitten or some shit. I hear you, dude. Like, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Which Joel's the same way. Like, Joel gets it. He's like, all right, yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's okay, bro. Yeah. Okay, bro. Can I, uh, can I pause for a second? Yeah. This is what I was talking about earlier. This is straight from, uh, I'm glad, like I'm glad you said it was from the video game, but it was War of the Worlds. You know when uh, like Tom Cruise is holding on to Dakota Fanning and he's like eyes on me the whole time. Yes, and he's like don't don't look at the river of all the dead bodies yep. and all that. Like that's what it reminded me a lot of was uh, yeah, was War of the Worlds. Call. Him just saying eyes on me the whole time, like don't look anywhere else. Yeah, like I'm, I'm carrying you, I'm running, but don't look anywhere else. That was an awesome. That's why scene. I thought it was it looked it was a lot like War of the Worlds. Tom Cruise making that run. Yeah, that was an awesome scene. That was a good. Yeah, I like that. That's a good comparison. That's a good comparison for sure. Um, but it's interesting, you know, like I said, it, it, I'll never, I'll never, ever, ever, ever forget playing like this the first time, man, because I was fucking right away. Oh, this is a video game, I'd be like, yeah. What the fuck? Like, I can imagine. Dude, 2013, I was, you know, fucking like 20 years old, I was like, all right, let's play a new fucking video game. I'm like, yay, zombies. And then, you know, right away, I'm like, I thought I was going to play a zombie. I'm ready to fucking cry. But like I said, Soldier has his gunpoint, holds us up kind of thing. He gets a, he's talking to his, you know, superiors. He's like, hey, got these, you know, two people at the gate kind of thing. Guy and a girl. 
fucking her ankles hurt, but they don't seem to be bitten or anything. And then you hear the soldiers say, like, wait, repeat that? Like, so, and you can, you hear it in his voice, kind of like, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah. Like, oh, no. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's an oh, no fucking vibe right away. And he goes, you can hear it again, kind of his voice, like, all right, like, Roger kind of thing. Yeah. Like, fuck, like, I don't want to have to do this, but orders are orders. Lifts up his gun. You see, like, the flashlight go right on Joel. Joel knows what's about to happen, Pedro Pascal's character. So he kind of tries to turn and kind of shade his daughter away from the bullets soldier opens fire they fucking go tumbling down this sort of like you know kind of like a hill sort of a downhill thing of grass yep and all of a sudden the fucking soldier comes running up on joel who's not dead yet or you know we don't know how bad a shape he's in or whatever have you and as he's about to fucking open fire he's like i'm sorry tommy blasts this fucking guy comes yeah. in the perfect time saves, saves the, the day, day. So we see Joel like, all right, cool. Like, I'm all right. Get a little cut over here. Like, no big deal. Bullet just grazed me. You know, nothing I can't handle. And then you hear Tommy go, Joel. And Joel, Pedro Pascal, yeah, I mean, this fucking scene was perfect. It was perfect. It was so... I knew exactly what was going to happen. I played this game five times, like I said, and it still fucking hit me emotionally. <laughs> it still fucking hit me emotionally. Like, nah, it was a good scene. Oh, man. Dude, Pedro Tough Pascal one, was but... so good. Sarah got hit by one of the soldier's bullets. Yep. She's bleeding out. And it was perfect. Yeah. Again, another airlifted thing. They didn't. Yeah, I was gonna say. I saw the tip. thing. It was like oh, it's the video like side image. by side video. Yeah, it, it was perfect. It's the exact same thing. It was perfect. It was unbelievable, and I, it was perfect in the game. That's why it didn't need to be changed. And I said Pedro Pascal just did it that good. You, I knew it was coming, and I still was emotionally invested. And I was yeah. like, "Fuck, man, that sucked. It sucked all over." Again. Yeah, it was tough. It sucked all over again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pedro Pat, I, and she did. Sarah did such a good job. Yeah, she, she crushed did. it. She, she played. She played a good role. She did. She, she played yeah, a good that's role. A tough, like a tough thing. Yeah, to, to do, come in you know and, I mean? and be. Uh, I think I watched uh, inside the episode thing, and like they were saying, like you, she's got to like make you care about that character exactly. in a short amount of time yeah, and like minutes. buy in. You know what I mean? Yep. So yeah, I thought she did an excellent job, and like you said in that that scene, that's that's a tough like. She did it literally. <laughs> yeah, she couldn't even Perfect, get words like, out. Which yeah, is great. Yeah. So many things they have these conversations while they're dying. They, you know, they're choking up work. There was nothing. She's just like whimpering the right. whole time. It's heartbreaking, yeah. man. It fucking kills you. Yeah, it does. The sound, it's fucking. It just goes right through you, man. Yeah, her breathing. Her breathing yeah. was like fucking me up. I was like, Jesus. Pedro like, Pascal keeps like saying, "I know," like, I, like he knows, and he's like, "I know how much pain you're in." And he's like trying to pick her up, and she just she doesn't say no ever. She's yeah, just, like, she just no. Yeah. She's like trying, almost trying to do yeah, it. Yeah, just didn't like, have the energy. Yeah. Oh man, it's hot, fucking heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Like I said, I'll never forget the first time I played that. I was just like. And then the credits hit right, like the game credits hit right after that, and I'm just like, "What the fuck are we doing?" So the the prologue in the video game is just as good as that because that was the best prologue to I think anything I've, arguably anything I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, <laughs> like, wouldn't I was take like, that, I was like, that's yeah. the fucking prologue to this show. Yep, is that whole thing like that's that's the that's the payoff of a, a zombie movie. Yeah, yeah, not just episode one of the right, show, was, dude. So. Two things, right? As soon as that, as soon as that ended, right? So we had like a little black screen for a second. There. That was like the end of the prologue, right? Two things. I looked at my phone, which was the first thing I did, and I saw that it was nine thirty-five, and I was like, "We still have like fifteen minutes left." I was like, "This yeah. is awesome." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "I cannot believe how much they just did in a half, you know, thirty-five minutes." And then the second thing I did is I literally, like I said, I was watching with Stefan Lowe, so I just looked at him. And I was just like, "Guys," I was like. We're in good fucking hands. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be fucking amazing. I was like, this is Buckle it. Up. I was like, this is fucking it. I was like, we're good. This is going to be just, just 
just smile. It's going to be great. Like Seth said, if I might have been the best pro lawyer I've ever seen. It was can't, perfect. Can't really think of anything else, at least off the top of my head. It was perfect. It was so fucking good. I mean, it was so, so fucking good. And then we're going to get to almost the second part of our episode. Now we're going to skip. We're going to go 20 years later. Um, and we are in a Boston quarantine zone. We are going to open up kind of like in the field outside of the quarantine zone. And we see this this kid who's clearly been out in the shit for a long time. He's dirty as fuck. He's all by himself. Uh, and he, he's walking into the quarantine zone. Some soldiers kind of come up on him and, like, you know, they, they bring him in. They start inspecting them. They Right away, though, they fucking, like, chain him down. So it's, like, right away, they're like, all right, this is still, like, I mean, it's a kid. Like, fuck. Yeah. I think he's going to turn, like, right here and fucking start, like, gnawing That's on. what I thought was going to happen. Relax, yeah, you know? I, was, they had him, I was like, good. Keep him in a wheelchair. Well, you know, maybe the fact that he wasn't talking at all because they're asking him questions and he wouldn't respond, maybe that's, like, a sign that. Yeah, because I think one of the things on the sign is like slurred words or something. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, he he just like uh, he just like looked scary, kind of. He did, yeah. Like, he was all beat up, came out of the woods, long hair, just had like those bug eyes, kind of, yeah. just not Glazed saying it. Look. Yeah, glaze, like not saying anything. So I was like, all right, let's let's make sure, uh, you know. Yeah, no, sketchy, he's, he's sketchy looking wraps. kid, definitely yeah. sketchy looking kid. Uh, so, you know, this, you know, woman soldier being nice to him, like this and that, asking him questions. He's not really giving us anything, like I said. So maybe that's a sign that things are going bad. And then a second soldier in the background, he's going to run a test on this kid. And it turns out that it's probably going to be positive because she all of a sudden is just like, hey, how would you feel if I told you we're going to get you all your favorite food and all your favorite toys and you're going to have all of those? Yeah. Oh my God. It started like, sounding like too good. It's yeah. like going to work when you had COVID. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, step back here. <laughs> you're shoot your uh, ass. Yeah. You're going to work fucking back. Stick the plastic up on like, the doors and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like a fucking American like, yeah. Psycho, fucking Christian Bale's yeah. in there waiting to fucking chop yeah. you up. Oh man. Um, but we leave this kid. We don't see what happens to him just yet. And we go out back into the quarantine zone. We're kind of in the shit. We see these people that taking bodies, basically dead bodies, and they're throwing them to like you know a big funeral pit, big fire, burning yeah, all the bodies. burning them. And this is where we're gonna get introduced to Joel. Well, not introduced to Joel, but new Joel. Reintroduced. Ang- angry, angry Joel. Grizzled, grizzled Joel. Grizzled Joel, yeah. Gri- 20 years later, still looks pretty good, just a little bit more gray. <laughs> it's not Joe Grizzly, it's Grizzled Joel. But we're going to see a new truck come in fresh full of bodies. And one of the women that Joel is working with in this pit... She opens kind of like the, the casing to the truck and she sees the first body and it's the same little kid that we just saw. So sure enough, he was infected. The soldiers thought it might have been his mother for some reason. She looked just like him. I was like, wow, is this about to be this woman's kid? Mm. I mean, it wasn't, but yeah, thought just they couldn't looked... handle any more children. Yeah. Enough times. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, Not the children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no shit. She did have children. Imagine how fucking pressing that must be. For oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, but Joel's like, all right, no problem, lady comes over. Grabs the kid, throws him into the fucking pit. Again, kind of just showing that he's just like... He's like detached. That's what he looked like. Yeah. You know detached I mean? is a good way to put it, actually. Yeah. It's not a bad way to put just it. Just detached. Uh, so we see, you know, harsh new world we're living in. Harsh new fucking world. 
he goes over to these soldiers. He's getting his work for the next day, and they're like fucking. It was shit shoveling or something else. He was like, which one pays better? Like, the one with the shit. He's like, all right. Yeah, sewage and, uh, yeah, I forgot what the other one Coast was. duty or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Like shoreline duty or something. The uh, one with shit. Just fucking <laughs> taking shit shoveling. After, you know, what day, you know, Monday he's burning bodies. Tuesday he's shoveling shit. Yep. yep. Tough fucking life, man. Well, but this, they, thought, uh, they did a good job here, of, I thought, of building the quarantine zone and setting the world and how dirty and grimy and crowded it was and the street signs you see the graffiti for the fireflies you know that rebellion sparking up here and there they're trying to cover their white fucking paint over that while the rest of the place looks like shit there's gonna be one freshly painted wall yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why that one wall is painted a fresh coat of white the rest of the place looks like shit but they kind of just again not that they just resemble rats but they kind of they almost were kind of like living like rats all yeah like you know yeah in the city yeah yeah all just yeah. in top on top of each other you know what I mean it's a, nice, it's a nice change of pace from like zombie movies that I've seen before it's not you know just like a group of survivors like you know Dawn of the Dead group of survivors versus group of survivors yeah like this is like, it was almost kind of like like fall- I know Nick you didn't really play it as much but like Fallout yeah where there was like the, you know the Raiders and stuff like that so like you know it's just a nice change of pace from zombie stuff that I've seen in the past. Yeah, definitely. I, I But like I said, I thought they did a good job of just building this little quarantine zone. It's kind of set, setting the setting for it. I thought it was good. Uh, we go see some public... Actually, this was another thing that really kind of set the tone for the new world. We see some public hangings. Yeah, people leaving the zone. Yep. For just leaving... Simple as that. Unauthorized. Yeah. I was surprised yeah. at that. Leaving the zone. Boop. Hong, see ya. Yep. Get out of here. That's it, man. These new world order, they're not fucking around, man. There's no room for any fucking disobedience. They got. It's kind of like Star Wars. Any sniffing of an uprising, and they fucking stomp on it. They go overzealous, you know, over the top. But public executions have never really gone well throughout history. It almost always leads to rebellion. <laughs> um, and then we go see Joel. He's gonna be. He watches these public executions, and then he sees a, a federal soldier that kind of calls him over, and he goes and does a little deal. He sells him some fucking pills for some ration cards. Nice little pack of cigarettes. Soldier gives him a little heads up, like, hey, next couple of nights, don't be found out on the streets. We're looking for fireflies and, you know, people get trigger happy kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like, looking out for him. Yeah, stay, stay fucking, keep your head down. Give him a little heads days. up. Uh, but we see that Joel's kind of, you know, he, he dapples while he shit shovels and burns bodies. He also dapples in some other businesses because he's dealing like oxys, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, smuggler. Yeah. Uh, we get the introduction from there of Tess. Tess is a cool little tough character. She's a bad bitch. We are introduced to her in a, in a different way from the game for sure. She's tied up. She's kind of being almost held hostage. She's clearly been beaten up a little bit. Black eye, busted lip. And she's talking to this dude, Robert, who is uh, kind of the leader of a little little crew kind of. And basically, it seems like his goons kind of picked her up, roughed her up a little bit too much. They were supposed to be making a deal. He made a deal with somebody else. So now he's basically taking her money and he kind of wants to send her off, but he kind of wants everything to be okay. Like he wants to, he doesn't want to kill her. He wants to send her off, but he doesn't want there to be any like, you know, revenge. You know, he doesn't yeah, want her coming back. Any blowback him. on him? Yeah. And he kind of mentions Joel. He's definitely you could tell he's scared of Joel, which she's gonna say as much to him later on. But you can get you get the impression though. Like, yeah, he knows. I don't want that boy of yours. I know what kind of hell he can raise. I don't want that right. guy coming down here. You know what I mean? But uh, she's about to talk her way out of it. It seems like she's like, nope, listen, like, shit happens. We've all done things we regret. You know what I mean? Just, like, punish your boys for roughing me up without your permission. And we'll forget this whole thing ever happened. And it seems like he's about to kind of, like, all right, cool. Like, let's do it. 
And then a fucking big-ass explosion fucking happens. Whole wall blows through. Tess is able to escape on her own. She goes out into the streets. And next thing you know, another fucking war zone going on. The fireflies have opened fire on Federal soldiers. Nope. So we're just going to war in the streets. She tries to duck down and kind of hide and get out of the way, but no such luck. Federal soldiers snag her, you know, arrest her and grab her. Beat her up a little. Yeah. I was curious to see what, like how she got out of that. Well, she said that she was in holdup all day, but I guess they probably just, okay. I don't know, vented her and figured she wasn't actually a fire. Yeah, and then just booted her out of there. I guess so. Uh, but we, you know, like I said, she's a she's a tough bitch. She's a she's a good character. I uh, I liked this. I, I thought that this was a good way, different from the game, like I said. But I thought this was a good introduction. Uh, we go from her introduction right into Bella Ray Ramsey. We go uh, Ellie's introduction. Big character, big big character, big role for Bella Ramsey. She's gonna have to nail this one because this is a tough person to bring to life, man. Ellie is. Joel, I feel like, is the easier of the two to, to bring to life on screen. You know what I mean? Okay. Rugged, quiet, kind of tough. You know what I mean? I feel like yep. that's eat brooding. Ellie is going to be tougher. Sarcastic. The wit. Feisty. Tough. But at the same time, like she's got this very soft spot to her. She's still like, she's still a kid at the end of the day. You know right. what I mean? She hasn't seen all of the shit that Joel's seen. She right. hasn't been outside of the quarantine zone yeah. before. So there is, especially at the beginning, early on, there is going to be this like the sense of hope, the sense of that things mu- can't be this bad everywhere or right. forever. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, at the same time, she's she's a pain in the ass at the same time too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought that this introduction, they nailed it. I thought that they did a great job of kind of showing that she's chained up, she's being held captive by the fireflies. They, this girl kind of comes in to do some tests on her. It seems like they do this every single day because she knows the test. Yeah, she knows she's the being test. A real smart ass. But right out of the gate, I thought that she just nailed it. Like the counting to 10, 1, 2, 3, 4, 8, 5, you know, gets to 8, and then fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> she is. She is. She's going to mouth on her. And she's not, like, even though she's a kid, she doesn't, she's not scared of, we're going to see she's not scared of Joel. She's not scared of fucking clickers. She's not scared of ravengers. She's not scared. She's, she's a tough kid, man. She's yeah. tough. She, like I said, I think this is going to be the harder of the two characters. To bring the she's, she's got Bella Ramsey. She's got the toughest task. Yeah, she's got the job. We're she, cut out for I think so. I think so. We'll see. I like the casting, though. I think that's that's a good, you know, she she did a good job with uh, Mormont. So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah she know? was awesome as a yeah. little bear. She was fucking, she was feisty. You know, there's some. I want to fight. There's some <laughs> almost, some, there were going to be some similarities, you know. Yeah, uh, I feel like that. A sense of duty. Ellie definitely has that. Seeing things through. Like a little headstrong. Ellie definitely has that too. Like, for you want to reference her to that character, but like, you know, when they're all, uh, you know, basically they're kind of questioning Jon Snow and she's like, fucking, we fucking backed them. We, you know what I mean? Kind of right. thing. She's the one that stands up for it. There is, there's a lot of that. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? She, she's, like I said, she sees things through. Um, so yeah, I think it is. I think it's a good casting. The introduction was a good thing. I, I liked what I really saw from her in this first episode. She's the only one I saw that got a little bit of like backlash on her. I don't know why. Because like, I, I think I think I it just goes to a little bit to what I said. I think she's it's good. because it is a it's a tough dude. She is beloved. Like she is the heart of this game. You know what I mean? Yeah. The second one, you you play the majority of the game as her. In the first one, you play an hour or so as her. But she's with you the entire time. You fall in love with her. She's the heart. So she's she's got to be. So she has to be good. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's crucial. You know what I mean? Like more than Joel, you would say? 
I just think, I guess, I, again, I think it's almost just an easier thing. Like, I, I think the yeah. tough, rugged thing, we see that in a lot of movies. You have that, you know, and you can see where it's going to be like a lot of other things where she's going to break him down a little bit and she's going to soften him up a little bit. Right. But the same thing's going to happen vice versa. Yeah, I was going to say. He's going to toughen her up a lot. You know what I mean? Right. They, uh, they are, they're a great pairing. That's why we're all going to fall in love with them all over again. But I definitely think that uh, I think I think both definitely Pedro Pascal's up for any task. I love him, but I think Bella Ramsey's up to it. I think she did a good good damn job in this first episode. I agree. Um, from there, we are going to see that Joel is going to go talk to basically this radio guy that does all kinds of radio calls, kind of shit like that. Yep. Going to bribe him with some cigarettes, and uh, he's going to ask him basically if he got any calls back. He sent out a call to Tommy. He said he hadn't gotten back to him in three weeks, which is unheard of. Usually, it takes a couple days. So Joel's swore that something happened. He asked him about where there is the satellite actual radio for the like you know the tower. It's in Wyoming, and the guy's like, "Joel, I know you're an impressive man. You can do some shit, but this is you're talking about going across the fucking country." And Joel ain't even having it. He's just like, "Bro, point on the fucking map where, where the that? fucking tower is, because I'm gonna go fucking take care of business." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like with, he ain't even having it with the old school map too. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the routes and shit on on a map. Fucking. No map quests or Google Maps on nope. this one. And going, across, we're trekking across land. We don't know. We don't know what anything looks like nowadays. No. We don't know what's overrun. Wyoming. Know, what the yeah. fuck does Wyoming look like right now? Yeah, exactly. We shit. And we're gonna, you know, how are we gonna get there? On foot, horseback, fucking bicycle. You know what I mean? We're gonna find out. We're trying to get a truck together, but fuck. Um. So Joel is gonna fucking head on home. We're gonna go go to his little apartment. We're gonna have a little montage. He's gonna stop basically planning. He pulls out a bunch of maps. He's gonna start drinking. Pound down some pills. So we see that he's, you know, living a tough life. He's detached. It was a good way to put it, like you said earlier. That was a good thing to say. Yeah. He's dealing with all this awful shit all day long. He's got no one. And then at night, he's just fucking wallowing in himself. You know what I mean? Yep. Booze, pills. Ends up fucking knocking out. And then uh, we see during the night, while he's sleeping in bed, Tess shows up. She's gotten out of the federal holding cell. She shows up at home. And she climbs right up into bed with Joel. Pedro Pascal is the little spoon. And I loved this because they kind of hinted that they had a relationship that was more like romantic in the game. But they didn't never showed it or okay. anything came right out to you. So I like that they kind of made this canon. That they came out and they were like, they're, they're a thing. They right. have a relationship. They, yeah. I liked it. Okay. I liked that a lot. I thought that was a good, a good addition to the show. Yeah, I think it makes things a little more, uh, what's the word? I guess personal. Yeah. You're invested a little bit more in the yeah. relationship between the two now. You yeah. know what I mean? So it makes sense. Adding you need that in some there. kind of love interest. Yeah, you yeah. have to. You, 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 you got to put a little, a little something. Spark. Yeah, something. exactly. Uh, when she's being held by Robert and he mentions Joel, she says kind of like, don't worry about him. Like he basically does like what I tell him to do. Right. Which kind of, again, goes to what I was saying at the beginning of the show with Sat. Like he needs almost direction. Like he needs someone to be telling yeah. him what to do and pushing him into what to be doing. And we're going to see like, again, later on in the episode when like the deal comes up, the first thing he does is turn to her. Like, you know what I mean? Right. So she's, she wears the pants and that happens a lot with him. I think regardless of age, like I said, with the daughter, I think he kind of yeah, needs a little guidance. Needs guidance. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, but like I said, I thought that was a good addition to the show. I, I like making them, because like I said, they did just hint at it a little bit. Like there's one part in the game where like, she's like. She's like, there's, there's got to be like enough here for you to feel something for me, kind of thing. You know what I mean? So, like, right. so they hint at it, but they never. Yeah, but they never come out and really yeah. give it to you. So I thought this was a good addition. I liked that. Uh, we go to the next day. Joel t- 
test. They wake up. Joel sees that her face is all fucked up. He's, you know, obviously right away ready to go fucking kill some people. Tess is like, yo, settle down. Uh, and then she's going to kind of tell him what happened. Robert, the battery. So we find out that's what she was trying to buy. Car yep. battery. So, okay. Now we get how we're going to get to Tommy. We're going to get a battery for a car. Okay. Got it. Uh, he double-crossed them. Sold it to two different people. Still has the battery. Took all their money. Obviously, Tess got whacked up a little bit. But she tells him, uh, you know, Joel, he's fucking terrified of you. So if you go in there, guns are blazing. Things are going to go bad. Like, Yeah, he's going to dip. Yep. Just chill. Said he's going to focus. Leave. And like, kind of follow my lead and we'll take care of this. Joel's like, all right, word. We go to, from there, we go to the introduction of Marlene. Yes. Uh, little, fire, little Firefly meeting. Marlene is the head of the Boston Firefly region. Uh, she's clearly annoyed. A little irritated when we first meet her. And I think it's because the war against Federer is going so badly. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have no struggling at all. This is, yeah. She says something like what? They've been fighting for 10 years or something? 20 20 years. Yeah, 20 20 years years. now. And fucking, they're they're still hiding, like, you know, like like cave people, basically. Right. I mean, yeah, we're doing all their work in the shadows. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. So she's kind of, you know, like, is this even like, you know, how can you even call this a rebellion at this point? It's kind of almost like a joke. Right. Now, when she walks in there, they got maps out. They're kind of going over a plan and stuff like that. Turns out they're planning an attack. So she goes, no, listen, this is, we're going to hit here, 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 here. I want eyes everywhere but right here. Right. She goes, every, all the fireflies that are in Boston are going to meet here. We're going to rally. We'll have them distracted and we're going to head west. And we're going to take that girl that we have locked up upstairs with us because she's important. Yep. She's going to go over to, basically, it seems like her kind of right-hand, her right-hand woman, her sergeant or whatever you want to have her. Yep. And she's going to write down in a little note, this is what we heard over the radio about this girl. And the girl reads it, and she's like, is this true? And she's like, as soon as she reads it, she her whole personality changes. She's yeah. a total 180 right away. She's like, all right, like, let's, let's rally up and get out of here. Like, right. This is, this is the best thing we've She was questioning her at the beginning, saying, like, yeah. why are we doing this? Why are we doing that? And now, now all of a sudden, it's, yeah. she's all in. So. Yeah. Sorry, I should have said that. When she said no, that we good. were going to be fucking, when she said we were going to be leaving Boston, she was like, we're giving up, like, the fight's over. Right. You know, giving up the cause kind of thing. But no, 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 no. We have, we have bigger, bigger fish to fry. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're just fighting some stupid soldiers over in Boston quarantine. So. Yeah. Exactly. Did you know, too, Nick, um, I was watching the after, like, the, you know, be on the scenes or whatever. Uh, that that actress was she auditioned for the role of Marlene in the, the it's uh, in the video yeah. game and then didn't get it. Yeah, and then became the actress. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Awesome, absolutely friggin' awesome. Especially because like the, the the character, I feel like in a lot of ways, I mean, it looks a lot like her. The actress that plays her. Yeah, it's like in the wild. video game. You're saying yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's wild. So it almost looks like it almost they like, almost rendered it. Happened, yeah, you know what I that's mean? wild. Um. I thought she looked perfect. I, I really, I thought she looked fucking perfect. I, I, I thought a lot of these. I thought there was a lot of, a lot of good castings. But I thought actually, I thought Marlene might have been the best one to be as far as just like, just similarity. Yeah, yeah. I thought they just nailed it, man. She looked and she had the attitude down to a fucking T. Because Marlene's fucking, she's she's the head of basically a militia. Right. She's tough, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can't yeah, be the head of a fucking, you can't be bossing men around and shit. Yeah. And, trying to attack armies unless you Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You got to be fucking, you got to have balls even though you're a chick. And she's tough. And she did a good, I thought she did a really good job of showing that in the show. Um, 
like I said, uh, you know, she's going to establish that. Ellie's clearly important. We're going to leave this and we're going to go. We're going to stay with Marlene. She's going to go up into the room where Ellie is being held. And we see Marlene and Ellie having a little meeting. This was a really good scene. I like this. Uh, we start things off. Marlene's going to give Ellie her backpack, which is, you know, a nice little sign of trust trying to show that, hey, like, I'm not, the, not totally the bad guy here. Yeah. Ellie right away grabs it. She goes flying into the backpack. She's got her signature knife, which we're going to see her use quite frequently in this show. Um, right away, she pulls it out. Marlene, like, actually, she's pulling out a banana. Yeah. Marlene just sits down on the floor, like, unaffected. Style, completely unaffected. Like, you ain't going to stab me. Yeah. And Ellie's even just like, you're not, like, scared. And she's like, no. Like, dude, who told? Who do you think told the soldiers not to shoot you when you picked you up? And she was just like, all right, word. Puts the knife away. And then we find out uh, a couple things. Marlene's in, actually, she's going to unlock her cuffs. So, again, trying to earn up that trust, you know, working in the relationship, so that she's not the bad guy. But then she's going to kind of. Ellie wants to go home. Can't do that. Sorry, that's out of the question. But she is going to tell her that the way that she got into the Boston quarantine zone to begin with when she was a child was because Marlene brought her there. Yeah. Which led to a funny little back and forth. She was like, what the fuck? Are you my mom? And she's like, do I look like your mom? Yeah. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Which, nah, that was good. I thought that yeah, was very yeah. good. <clears throat> there, was a, like, that was, there was actually, there was a couple times there were like lines for Ellie that were written. Like, not from the, you know what I'm saying? The yeah, not for the game. That I thought were really good, and that was one yeah. of them right there. It was just, what the fuck, are you my mom? Yeah, like, was like, yeah that was, was a good, good little exchange between them. The response, too, was good, too. Like, yeah. Do I look like your fucking mom? Yeah. Like, no, you don't. It was good. Um, but we find out that Marlene knows a little bit about her, though, because, you know, while they're talking, she mentions this girl, Riley. She's like, you know, it was, it was I don't even remember what the fucking word was. It was Riley something or other. And Riley's someone that we're going to hear more about later on in the show, I'm sure. Uh, she's somebody from Ellie's past that had, like, you know, a pretty, pretty big impact on her life. But to me, like, I didn't even know that Marlene knew who Riley was kind of thing. So that, to me, maybe I'm thinking that there might be something in the show that will be, again, not from the game. That'll be new where maybe Marlene, after she dropped her off, was keeping tabs on her. Right. She was always making sure that she was okay. Okay. And that... Even though she was in Federa, you know what I'm saying? That she was, you know, still looking out from her for a distance. I okay. Because for her to know that to me was very interesting when she asked yeah, that Yeah, because that's not in the game, you're saying. Right. There's no reason for her to know who Riley is. Okay. So that's someone we're going to meet later. She's played by uh, Storm Reed, which I don't know if any uh, Euphoria. You guys Euphoria know? No. no. Nope. She's actually, you know what, Seth, you will know her uh, from one thing, a uh, small role. She was in the new Suicide Squad. Uh, the new Suicide Squad. She's Idris Alba's daughter. Oh, okay. Okay, got that's, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's right. Storm Reed. So she'll be playing Riley in this. Okay. Um, I know she's in the trailer a couple of times. Okay. Uh, a lot of like it'll be flashback stuff. Right. I'm imagining from like when she's in the quarantine zone, like before this shit's happening. Now. When she's so, younger and everything. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like I said, that that to me was something that I wrote down and it stood out to me just because, like I said, I, to me as someone who's played the game through a bunch of times, there's no reason for her to know who Riley is unless, like I said. She was keeping tabs and trying to make sure that, that Ellie was always okay after she dropped her off. You okay. Know what I mean? um, but then Marlene's going to tell Ellie that she's very, very, basically very important. And then she's going to tell her a secret that she can't repeat because it would get her killed. We're not going to hear what it is just yet. The camera's going to leave. But we're getting the implication, you know, you know that we're going to trigger her all the way across the country. She's very important. So something's going on with this girl. Yep. We picked her up to begin with, you know what I mean? We told her not to, not to kill her, you know what I mean? So something's going on. Now we go to a pretty cool scene. We go to Tess and Joel. 
And we are going to be, at first, we're going to be traveling on the ground kind of to go and see Robert. We're going to go try to get our battery and our money back. So this was cool because this is very reminiscent of the game. We go through, the like, under the quarantine zone. Through yeah, through the, the tunnels. tunnels and shit yep. like that. There's a jump scare where Tess comes across a clicker that's, like, infused into the wall. He's growing into yep. it. It's like almost like a plant. You know what I mean? Yeah, saying? scares her a little bit when she pops scare, in there. Yeah, it's so that, like, that was, like, a jump scare for the show that was uplifted Right, from right from the, the exit, from the like, game. Right from the game. I love that. I yeah, love it. Exactly. Me too. I was just kind of like that. Was, I was just like, it was perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the kind of thing where I was like, I was hoping that they would do something like that, watching them go about it, and then I was like, oh wow, like there it is, <laughs> right, perfect. right, like, right, nailed it. You know what I mean? But I thought that that was fucking great. Um, then we're gonna, you know, keep going through all these sewers and yada yada. We get to a ladder. We climb up to this landing. We get to this door. And the door is almost like barricaded kind of thing. Tess is like, what the fuck? This shouldn't be like this. She's able to power through it. Yeah. It turns out it was a body that was fucking barricading the door. Dead body. It was that guy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert. Robert. So she opens the door, and not only is Robert dead, but there's fucking dead bodies littering this entire fucking hallway. So obviously, fucking something went something wrong with this deal. Something just popped off. Yeah, this deal went fucking bad. Sure enough, not only is there a bunch of bodies, we see the battery that they and the second party were both trying to purchase from Robert. Yeah. The fucking thing is rusted and rotten through. So yeah, this it looks guy, like shit. Yeah. Not only did he fucking double cross, try to double cross both he's bodies. Sell him some he's shitty sell battery. Fucking shit battery the yep. whole fucking time. So goddamn camera. It was just a hundred percent. Yeah. No, it's just uh, it does that thing every fucking time. And, uh, whatever you call it. <laughs> all right so yeah like i said not only this guy fucking double cross both parties collect money from both of them he's gonna fucking sell him a battery that doesn't even work so this guy definitely got what he was getting you know what he was what was coming to him um but then we you know hear a little noise so someone's still alive we like kind of turn down the corner and we see marlene and her right hand soldier there that other girl of hers and they're kind of making their way down this, this hallway. But clearly you kind of see they're both kind of like limping. Banged up. So yeah, they both are. So as fucking Joel's kind of like getting ready to, Joel and Tess are kind of getting ready to like, you know, approach them. Like, hey, what's like what's the deal kind of thing? This is our first meeting to Joel meeting Ellie. And this, I must say, is a great, great way to show their relationship starting off, if I must say so myself. <laughs> As they're approaching Marlene and her girl at gunpoint, fucking Ellie comes flying out of a side door to attack Joel with a knife, and Joel just fucking hucks her into a fucking wall. Yeah, tosses her And just quick. kicks her knife away, and I was just like, oh, man, that was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was, that was so, so, so perfect. It's a good uh, tone set of how the relationship's going to be, I feel. Oh, especially in the beginning. Yeah. Especially in the beginning. It's yeah. going to be tough tumblings at the beginning. Yeah, I can, you just can see that. Just two forces. Just, you know, oh, it seems know. like they're very similar in a sense. So it's just like they're button heads. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of similarities for sure. Yeah. Definitely. But I thought uh, that was just a great, again, a new, a nice new written thing for the show that I thought was perfect. I was like, oh, that's just, that's hysterical. Like, that's She's just, like yeah. looking at looking at the knife the whole time while he's stepping on it. Oh, yeah. He's like waiting for a little glimpse. Yeah. Like, will he lift his foot up? Yep, yep. <laughs> she, hey, man, she might only be 14, but she's smart, man. This girl's got, like I said, wit. She's very, very smart, man. She knows what she's doing. She pays attention. She's observant. She's very, like, curious. You know what I mean? She's constantly, like... Anytime there's like a downtime, say like in the game, like you'll meet up with a couple of like, say like Joel meet up with a friend of his in the town, right? right. Something like that. And they'll be like, while like you're having this conversation with this guy, 
you, the game is so fucking well done that if you like pan your camera around and you like look, like Ellie will be like looking at his bookshelves, looking through his records. Yeah. She constantly is stealing shit from people as we go around too. Like she'll just take like a record or a book and if you're looking at the right time, you see her just put it into her backpack. No shit. Yeah, huh? it's very, very, very funny. But like I said, it's gonna be a, it's very it's gonna be very interesting to see Bella Ramsey bring her to life. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough task. But like I said, this introduction of her getting thrown into the wall I thought was great. Um but right away we see that Marlene, Joel, Tess they know each other. This isn't their first run-in. They, they, they know of each other. They've had interactions before. Yep. Joel is even going to accuse her as much of basically saying that the fracture in her, there's a fracture in Tommy and his relationship. And it's because of that. Because them. of her. Yep. So we know something somewhere at some point went down. Um, but then Marlene, like, hey, like, listen, I got shot. I'm banged up. I'm bleeding out here. This is what's going to happen. If you want the battery, I'll give you more than that. I'll give you a truck with a battery, fully loaded with gas, and I'll give you a shit ton of guns. All you got to do is bring this girl out of the Boston quarantine zone to my fireflies outside of Boston and give and just drop her off. Right. Right away, like I said, Joel, like he, like we're going to see him do a lot, turns right to Tess. That, like he turns right to her, kind of like, what do you think? You know what I mean? Like, yes, no, like shoot, do I shoot her? What do you want me to do? Do I yeah. kill everybody? Like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? What yeah. do you want me to do? Like, like a dog like, on his leash. Like, exactly. Yeah, just like waiting to get dog. let loose. for his orders. And, uh, you know, Tess right away is just going to be like, I don't think we really have many other options. You know what I mean? Like, right. We want to fucking, we need, the, we need it, so let's we do it. All right, let's do it. But she's like, you know, we're not handing her off until we have all of our shit. Marlene's like, all right, done deal, which is another funny thing, which is uh, Ramsey was just like fucking just like that, like that fast. Yeah, like, just handed me over like that. Yeah. Um, another good part here as far as written lines for the show that I thought was really good is Marlene says, when she's asking them, when she's offering the deal, she says like, you know, you guys smuggle, they, we don't smuggle people. She's like, you can fucking do it. She's like, you know, like I know what you guys are capable of. Yeah. And uh, Ellie's on the floor and she just like looks at them and then like looks back at Marlene she's like, what are they, they capable, capable of? <laughs> it's like, bitch, you're going to find out. Yeah, exactly. You're going to find out. You know what I mean? Yep. You're going to see. But uh, that was fucking, I, I really, really, really liked that. But I thought that this was uh, this was an awesome, awesome, awesome scene right here. This was a good, good meeting, I thought, between all these guys. I like the pacing of the show, too. Like yeah, the I prologue was, was excellent, yep. explains everything, especially that first little scene, like you said, not really part of the game. And then you jump 20 years into it, and you get an idea of what he's doing, how things are going right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I felt like they did a good job of, of pacing in the Definitely. show. If anything, I actually thought that, I thought not not, not not in a bad way. I actually I'm almost surprised at how far they went in just this first episode. Yeah. As far as like as you know like as like as game progression goes, you know what I'm saying? Yep. I was like they did a lot, man, because they're already out of the Boston QZ at the end of this episode. I was like, oh shit, okay. Like, fucking, where and where's that in the game? That's a couple. I, I feel like that's already like that's like maybe a couple like two hours in. No two, shit. Two, yeah, like maybe like a. Fifth or sixth of the way through the games. That's like interesting. That. Uh, yeah, that's why I was like, oh shit, like, we really moved through that. Is this supposed to be a one and done season sort of thing? I don't think or? so. I, I th from everything that I've heard, the execs are fully putting their investment into this. Okay. Uh, Neil Druckmann, the game creator, said that there is more story to tell, not for the show, but for The Last of Us, meaning The Last of Us Three will be coming. Okay. Uh, so I, how many how many episodes is this first season nine. supposed to be? Nine episodes. Nine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's gonna. If I had to, I think it's gonna wrap like the first game as a whole. Okay. If I had to guess. 
The second the second game is much more, I think, of like a two-season thing. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if game one is season one, game two is seasons two and three. Okay. And then if by that time they have the game, the game, third game the out. The third game out. Then whatever, season four, seasons four and five. Okay. But I could see this ending up being maybe like four or five seasons All right. together. All right. Um, but from there, we're kind of off. We, we made the deal with Marlene. So now we're kind of, it's like, all right, let's, we're off now. We have our three characters. We have Tess. We have Joel. We have Ellie. And we're going to kind of start making our way, you know, out of the Boston QZ to the Fireflies. We're going to stop at an apartment real quick. Um, this was a good little scene, too. Um, Marlene is going to kind of throw Ellie into this apartment. And then she's going to have a conversation with Joel real quick. Instead of seeing the conversation between them, we go into the apartment. And this is actually going to kind of show that curiosity thing. Ellie right away starts just kind of looking around, looking yep. at the coffee tables, looking at this, that, and the other thing. She finds next to the record player uh, a note in a book. And right away, she starts just reading it. It's clearly like in code. Yep. Joel comes on in, and right away, she's able to break the code. So she's like, 60s is good, 70s is new thoughts came in. What's 80s? Like, trouble or some shit like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't, like, like he doesn't answer her, but he kind of gives her a look, like... Right. Fuck, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, how the fuck did you, you just do me. that that yeah. fast? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So again, you see kind of the things I've been mentioning. The curiosity, her, she's smart, you know what I mean? And then uh, Joel's gonna take a you know seat on the couch, which is this is another thing uplifted from the game. He's gonna lay down. She's gonna say, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm gonna kill some time." And then she's gonna hit him with, uh, "Your watch is broken," which is his the, the watch that his daughter Sarah had fixed for him. Yep. At the beginning, you know, and he's still wearing it twenty years later, broken again though. Uh, but that was really cute. I liked that. Um, Tess is gonna show you know fucking Joel's gonna knock out. Ellie wakes him up. Uh, they have a little conversation. Basically, she's a little nervous about leaving the quarantine. So she's like, you know, you guys have been out there on the ship before. You're like, we're going to be okay. Right. And Joel's like, yeah, we're going to be all right. She just needed a little, you know, a little pep talk kind a of thing. reassurance. Yeah. Uh, first kind of, first first sign of her of any, like, even any, like, any fear at all, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At this point, she's just been like, fuck you, fuck you kind of thing. You right, right. But the first sign of a little bit of hesitancy from her. Uh, but then we're going to be off. Tess is going to show up. We're going to fucking start heading out of the QZ. Uh, we're going to see them. We're going to come out of a tunnel. We're outside the quarantine zone. Ellie's all relieved. She's like, I've never fucking breathed in, like, you know, the fresh air. From right, the right. World. But we see that the Fedra soldiers are still kind of patrolling. So it's like, all right, fuck, like, stealth. We got to be fucking. It's the middle of the night, thankfully. There's some, you know, broken down cars, trucks, pipes. We just got to be stealthy, make our way through. Yeah, sneaking get, through. You know, they're not going to be patrolling that far. You know what I'm saying? They're right, right, right. Gates. We just got to get so far. We'll be good. Uh, unfortunately, we got ran up on by a Fedra soldier. We get caught while we're trying to sneak out. It is the same soldier from earlier in the day that Joel had met up with and sold those pills to. Yep. Unfortunately, it's not working. That's not. It's not helping him. It's not helping the cause. He's being a real hard ass. He pulls a gun on him, gets him on their knees, tests Test for the infection, nothing. Test Joel, nothing. Gets to Ellie. As he goes to test Ellie, she turns, stabs him in the leg with her fucking signature knife, like I mentioned earlier. And then the fucking soldier, like, pulls the fucking gun on her. Joel steps in between already, fatherly instinct. He right away steps right in front of that fucking gun without a fucking thought. And the guy's like, move. And then Joel just fucking flashes and he does what Joel does man he tackles this guy and he beats this dude to a bloody fucking mushy dead mess man yeah beats just him to a pulp face yeah yeah it was I, I was just like that flashback like instantly went back to 
you know, what yeah. happened with his daughter, and that's his his instinct just took over, I feel. Probably partly, like, what he wanted to do at the time, too, but he, obviously, that happened so fast, so it's like, he's making up for it, in a yeah, sense, you know? the same mistake twice. Yeah, exactly. I'm making the same one twice. Definitely, yeah, definitely. And I think fucking Ellie, Ellie's watching the whole time, so we kind of just talked about it a second ago when she asked Marlene, she's like, you know, what do you mean? Like, what are they capable of? You just got your first glimpse, kid. You know what yeah. I mean? You just watch She almost Joel gets, like, excited by it, too. I think she. I, so I do get what you're saying with that look. I think what not excited, but like I think it's almost a, in a way. I think it's almost like a reassurance. I think in a way she kind of. I think it makes her feel like you know what she's safe with these people. Yep. Yeah, while they might be fucking violent, fucking sociopath. I want on my, on my, my side. Yeah, yeah exactly. 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 Doesn't she say too? Uh, um, that like the mark that she has has been there for like three weeks or something. Yep. So that's what we're. Yep. So and, she, and she's like, oh, you know, people turn and date like hours or yep. days. So yeah. So Joel beats the guy to death, and then Tess is gonna that's be the right, one yeah. that finally stops the beating. She's gonna be like, yo, Joel. She picks up the soldiers like basically it's like a test scanner, and it's it's positive. So Ellie right away kind of starts you know trying to scam up, kind of like yo 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 no 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 like I'm not infected I'm not infected like she pulls up her sleeve. And she's got the bite on her forearm. And she goes, this is three weeks old and I haven't turned. She goes, look, does this look new to you? Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's right. healed. That's so right away, we find out in that moment exactly why she's so important. Because like you just said, yeah. everyone's turned in a matter of hours. At the most, I think they said the most has been like someone turned in like a day. Yeah, isn't that on the signs or something? I think the signs it says like face or neck, like anywhere from like ten to fifteen minutes. Then it's like body or something is like eight hours, and then it says like foot or legs is like twenty four hours. Like that's how fast it gets. You get infected, right? So that's interesting from the non video game players too. Like that that's what interested me is that I want to see like all right, how why is she not you know fully infected if she has this mark for three weeks? Right. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, exactly. It's like, all right, what's going on? Clearly, she's... another level, like, yeah. level of interest when you're watching it. Exactly, exactly. Which, when we were talking about the show in the last, say, like, couple months leading into it, that was one of the things that they kind of mentioned in the trailer a little bit. Like, they mentioned her, like, bite. And I was just like, that's a wild thing for them to put into the trailer. I was just like, because that's such a crucial part. That's, like, the story. You know right. That's why we're bringing... That's why all the Fireflies were going to uplift their rebellion out yeah, of Boston. She's, and travel this girl across the country. She tells her she's more important than any anybody else, so... It's bigger than exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's the, so the Fireflies, their whole thing is, you know, they're trying to basically bring back the old, like, you know, the, the old world. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... To do that, the first thing that they're trying to do is try to find a cure. And they think, you know, obviously, if you can find someone that's immune or something like that that's not turning, do some tests kind of thing. You know, yeah. maybe you can develop something, either a, an antidote or a vaccine. Like from her blood, or, something uh, like that. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. So right away, we find out why she's so important. But um, for at least for the time being, for right now, she's able to, you know, there's still soldiers coming in on them, so she's able to be like, you know, Tess, we got to keep going kind of thing. So that's how we kind of leave them. Joel, Tess, Ellie, they're still on the move. They're outside of the quarantine zone. And then we go to our very closing scene, which was back at Joel's apartment, and we see the radio again that Ellie was able to break the, the code for. And uh, a song starts playing. It's uh, Never Let Me Down. Uh, was it Never Let Me Down Again? Uh, 80s tune. 80s tune we found out means trouble. So whoever was talking to Joel on that radio and broadcasting signals back and forth, they were they were sending out the trouble signal. Yeah, cool way to end the uh, cool way to end the episode though. Yeah, 
I, uh, Even the, the still shot was the favorite part for me. Just like when they, they blow out. How they go to the city? Like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, The yeah, lightning yeah. strike, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah it's the two buildings. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot, And too. then I was saying, too, I, I was looking at it. I guess uh, I didn't see it the first time. I like to see it the second time. But when the, the lightning strikes, you can see a, a clicker on the roof, on one of the roofs. That's what I was trying to figure out if you could see something. Because yeah. I only watched it once, but it, it flashed. And I was like, oh, I wonder. I was looking was at something. the buildings like, oh, shit, like this looks phenomenal. But I guess on like the side, the buildings on the side, you can see a clicker like on the roof. I'll have to go back and watch that then. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to. This is. I, I watched it again today, and I can still safely say this is going to be definitely. Did you see a it the second time? I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Only because so I was looking is. for it. Though. Yeah, so it known, is confirmed. I wouldn't yeah. have seen it otherwise. Um, this is definitely going to be a show I'll be doing double features for on Sunday nights, though. I'll definitely be watching one, like last week's episode, right before the new one every single week. Eight o'clock comes, I'll be putting on last week's episode. HBO's got it down, too. Game of Thrones or House of Dragon, a couple months off. Yeah. Got another one yeah. for the people, just like. Ridiculous. Well, like all I said, right. this, this is done, and then you got success. Obviously, I know this podcast, not a lot of people are on, but Succession is going to be the next thing. Like, yeah. The show goes on for fucking for HBO. Yeah. stupid no it's doubt cycle. ridiculous no doubt about it i like i said i my expectations were high just because of my love for the game and then all the things that i heard about it coming in between the budget the executives reaction all of that the people that were in it the castings and my expectations were still exceeded by this fucking first episode i i can't wait to see what this show is going to do i think it's going to be fucking incredible yeah. I, I said really wow like it ended and i was by in my apartment by myself i was just like Wow! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, excited, like impressed, wow. excited for yeah. next week. Like I'm excited to see where the story goes because, like I said, I I have no idea what happens. Like obviously, I've got a little bit of an idea, but I've never played the game, so I really have no. Like, I don't know what the hell is going on. You yeah. know what I mean? I got no idea what's going to happen next week. So yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm. I I can't wait. I'm so excited, man. I am so so fucking excited. I mean, I don't. There was not a single thing that I... I watched it twice. There's not a single thing that I came away from and I was just like, I didn't like that. Yeah, nothing to complain about. Nothing. Like, not a single fucking thing. Not one. (laughs) Now, the the, the next one, do you expect, like, from playing the video game, do you expect filler or do you expect another, like, you know, high high end, highly captivated... You're not going to get much filled with this whole I, show. I think this next episode, there's going to be. I th- if I'm if I'm right, which I'm pretty sure I will be, but we'll see. I think that something big is going to happen in the second episode. No, let's not, go. For people that haven't played the game, I don't think you're going to see it coming at all. Let's I go. could be wrong, but if it's Love not episode two, it's going to be episode Te- three. Tess out? I don't know. Yeah, if it's not episode two, it'll be episode three because it's going to. We're already out of the Boston QZ. So it doesn't it doesn't happen very long after that at all. Uh, Let's go! I love that. Though. Yeah, I like yeah. that pacing. Awesome. Just I am looking forward to meeting Nick Offerman's character. He's gonna play this that's guy true too. Yeah, and then you got Nick Offerman in the previews. Yeah. And yeah. Stuff. Did so, I see Rose in there? Am I crazy? Or did I see Rose? Rose? Yeah, I don't know who she plays though. I have. She was in there though, right? I'm she not was. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think she might be. She might be like just a show character. She might be yeah. like a firefly, like a head of a firefly group or something like that, or something along those lines. Like if I had to guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, Nick Offerman. I thought I was crazy seeing that. Is going to be someone I, I think is going to be. That's going to be like a good episode or two episodes. He basically is in just like a little tiny ass like suburban town, almost like a Somerset or a Swansea, kind of like where we live. Right. But the, the town is just completely deserted now, except for him. 
So that it's it's like it's Bill's town now. So he's got all these booby traps set up all over the place, all over the place. So he <laughs> knows like what streets to take, where he can go shopping. Right, right, right. He's got a, he's got his own house. Yeah, right? he's got it down pat. He, yeah, he yeah, knows yeah, what's yeah. going on. Yeah, he's gonna be one of the places like that. We're gonna stop through. He's like the place in the video games where you go to buy, like you go to buy, like <laughs> yeah, 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 like, like the that. shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, oh, he's gonna man. be. Uh, that's gonna be an interesting couple of episodes. Fast travel to his place. <laughs> yeah, he's got the the setup, the goods. Um, but yeah, no, I I can't wait. Like I said, that unbelievable first episode blew my expectations out of the water. I think we're in great great hands. I think we're all in for a very big treat with this show. I think, I think everyone. Like I said, I haven't seen a single person that doesn't like it. I don't know like a single kind of person too that I like wouldn't recommend it to. You know what I mean? Like I think this show is kind of in a way gonna be like for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, that's what I was saying earlier. Like, like separate from the video game, it's like just a good show in yeah. and of itself. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that. If people like Walking Dead or people like stuff like where it's tense and it, there's a lot of shit going on, then it's like I think this people will like this show. It, it's gonna have a it's gonna have a little bit for like everybody. Like, there's gonna be scenes where you're gonna be scared. There's gonna be scenes where there's awesome action. You're like, Holy shit, that was brutal. Yeah. There's gonna be like very cutesy like scenes that are gonna yeah. make you go oh Yeah, those you know touching scenes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it, it's gonna it's gonna touch all the bases. It really does. It covers it all. And then they they tie in like a like we were saying like a a love interest with Joel that is not necessarily in the video games. Yeah. So you know what I mean? So like people who don't play the video games are going to get hooked on that. Yeah, yeah just like a little added I, added I love that they, they made got, that game. They got a little forever. That's great. I, I really liked that. Um, but I think that's all I got for Last of Us. I don't know if you guys got anything else. Nothing other than that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I said, like that's not just a, you know, oh, I need something Sundays to watch on HBO. So I don't care what it's going to be like. This is going to be awesome. Like, no, it was legitimately phenomenal. I'd have to agree, man. And like I said, at first I thought I might have been, maybe I was too close, too close after that first episode ended. And especially because there was so much uplifted right from the game. I was like, that's why I said, I looked over at Los and Steph and they both had this, like, they were like, no, even when it was getting, like when it was, when the episode was literally like starting, like very first starting, I was like, just tapping Steph. I was like, I've been waiting for this for so long. I'm ready to go. And she just looked at me and she's like, I fucking hope this doesn't suck. Like, not even just for, like, not even just like, she doesn't want to watch a shitty show. (laughs) She's rooting it for you to not. Yeah. I hope that I don't have have to deal with him. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I have to deal with this shit. Just one hour, like every Sunday at nine o'clock. I just want to deal with, (laughs) with Nick being content watching something. Oh, dude, I bet you there was, I bet you, you could have gotten, if you had a camera out, I bet you, you could have gotten some shots at me on Sunday night watching this, where I was just like, giddy. Yeah. Yeah. Just mouth agape, just staring. Uh, But I can't wait. Sunday's already right around the corner. We're already at Wednesday. It'll be Thursday before you know it. I can't wait. Thank God. Cannot wait. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for us here this evening. Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, Another great episode in the books. Episode 20. Big, uh, big, big number. Twenty episodes in the book. Pumping them out, coach. Yeah. Pumping them out. Yeah. Thank you guys for uh, riding with us. Uh, thank you to Mr. Moose on the ones and twos. Couldn't have done the show without you, brother. Thank you as always to my co-host this evening, Mr. Ladue. Thanks for coming in again, brother. Appreciate you having me. Always a pleasure. Always, always love a pleasure. To, always love talking to you. We're gonna get you back in again soon. We're gonna figure out the classics. We're gonna yep. get that segment back. Yeah, we'll get that going. So uh, we got a lot to do in the future. Uh, that's gonna wrap it up for us here this evening. As always, please, please, please share this show around. It's 2023, and we want to get this show bigger and better. We want more eyeballs, and the only way we're going to be able to do that is with your guys' help. So please, share the show around on your channels. Um, Like, comment, review, all of it. Do all of it. Share, subscribe. 
It helps the show get more eyeballs, and that's what we're trying to do. And as we mentioned at the top, Race to 100 subscribers on YouTube. So if you haven't done it, go to smash, uh, smash the subscribe button on the YouTube page, and you're instantly entered into our raffle for a $40 AMC gift card. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for us here this evening. We will talk to you guys next week. Enjoy The Last of Us on Sunday, and uh, happy watching.